To, to the to the, the the culmination of spooky season here we got some spooky decorations here guys um what do jeffrey <laughs> fucking what do jeffrey epstein and halloween decorations have in common guys neither of them mm. hung themselves <laughs> oh, oh, so welcome boys and ghouls to the fucking main event the showdown the slobber knocker the fucking burn burner guys that was the best it joke is, yet it is that, the, that is that was actually good it is the october showdown boys and ghouls of halloween's forever i'm brian i'm meg i'm champ steve and i'm bigfoot ben hey we got that the dang so old crew back together guys we we told you it was gonna happen we've been teasing it and here we are not only are we uh are, are we four deep for the first time time ever but meg's triumphant return for the spooky season Cue showdown the motherfucking glass yeah she came in here the first thing she did was stunned both my kids. <laughs> Since she came in here, she fucking gave somebody a diamond cutter right in the right in the, right in the dining room. Welcome committee is unconscious right now. They can't you guys even... knew what she, you were she, in for. I think upstairs is on fire because all the pyrotechnics. <laughs> um, yeah, we're down in the basement. We got a spooky vibe down here. We New got crypt Meg. or hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried I to mean... spook it up a little bit. The rest of the house is spooky, but it wasn't spooky down here. So I tried to spook it up a little bit. Um, we got the gulag on in the background, mm, although roasty. Meg and Steve's backs to it. Me and Ben are enjoying the, the gulag. You got some 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 spooky pumpkin business back here. We're getting in the spooky season spirit, yins, guys. Meg, first of all, how was that bog hag summer? Oh, my gosh. It was so fruitful. <laughs> so many natural lights. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Meg's drinking natty lights. Spoiler oh. alert. <laughs> And yeah. I know that's a that's a hangover from that's a little bit of a layover from Black um, Summer. I haven't had a bad night with natural light. Yet. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It it's right. always going to treat you all right. That is actually their new slogan. I gave that to them. <laughs> Wait, say it again. You ain't gonna have a bad night with natural light. But the thing is, so many people have are... died in drunk driving accidents <laughs> after drinking natural yeah, light. Yeah. And they had a bad night after natural light, so it's not accurate. Um, no, I've just, yeah, like I, you know, gave up the icy life for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? Lost that sponsorship deal. <laughs> no, they just didn't, they didn't like pull their end of things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you said you're my sponsor. <laughs> like, you sponsor me now. And they said, no. And then yeah, so said, okay. Next. Next. Natty Light's Natty getting that same opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Get up here, bud. Don't miss out, Natty Light. This is your chance. I think I think what Meg's trying to say is she had a heel turn over Vlog Summer. <laughs> she, she she turned heel on Icy Light. She did. Yeah, I mean, I guess in a certain sense, I've also turned my back on Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And in, in a sense, yeah. I mean, listen, Natty Light, it's a little more of a that's a little more Beaver County, frankly. That's a little more what we do out here. Mm-hmm. You turn that natty into a bush light. Then you fit right in out here. But. Sure, sure. No camo cans here, but yeah, no, I'm just a, I'm just a sucker <laughs> and now for you're, the tradition can. And you're, and you're just yeah. sliding on into horse girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> straight from or- log ag summer straight to horse girl season. Is, is horse girl season more of like a fall thing? Does that I feel more of horse girl season? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm at, totally. I, I mean, a lot I'm of blankets involved. So yeah, it totally makes sense. You want to ride a horse in the hot in the summertime? Nah, horses. Yeah. They don't. Horses don't. They, then they get all sweaty. No, and sweaty, smelly. Gross. Yeah. I mean. Totally. You guys understand me so much. You don't want I any really breath in your natty light. That horse sweat. <laughs> don't go with natty light. No, no. One of the movies tonight had some horse in it. Do you oh, guys we'll know talk offhand which one? We'll talk about horse scores. Okay. Well, right. Now that Meg's here, we'll have to give them all horse scores. Yeah. I can't think of which one had a horse in it. <laughs> one but of them as did. we go through. I, one of them I think did. it was yours. <laughs> did yours have a horse, co- horse in it? All right. Wow, we'll talk so about all that. of your films like had something that really could, you know, pull me in. Yeah. I, mean, I feel really, I feel really excited. You know, <laughs> there's a lot I, of converging storylines oh, yeah, going into this right there's now. There's just so much going on. Ben, how was your summer? How's how's been things been going over oh, on uh, Camp Ben? I've got a uh, I've got a brand new puppy at home. No shit. Shout out to so Greta. Cute. Thanks for listening, girl. Love you. <laughs> is this a? Please tell me it's not a Greta Van Fleet. Is that, her is middle it? name is Van. We haven't found her last okay, name. Okay, gotcha, yet, gotcha, but gotcha, it is, gotcha. It's not yours. The dog? Yeah. Yeah, it's mine. No, no I mean like the last name. <laughs> no, no, no. She gets her own. She oh, gets her okay. own. Got it. It's got to be like a. She gets a. She was something spooky, you know. She gets Victorian ish. Greta's her first, and then she has a formal full name. And we, she hasn't. We've only had her for like three weeks. Yeah, I got so it. So it's still very new. I had a um a uh, uh, hamster in college that was named uh, Madame Lucille Button Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was a full full name. She went by Lucy, but her full name was Madame Lucille Button. We all knew. We all knew yeah. her name. Yeah. Was. So my puppy game is great. Really good. Um, Strong puppy game. <laughs> puppy Such games on fleek. I'm like on fleek right, right now. I don't think people are saying and, that. Uh, yeah. My whole summer was uh, fantastic. Yeah. I'm really happy to be back in this house, back in this basement. That drive from Bridgeville to here was just. Uh, I love it so much. Oh, wait you know, till you get those... to wind down a little bit. I had to pee the whole time. It was perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was Just... there a gas station? Absolutely not. No, no. Not around here. Around here. <laughs> Don't even run here. You better know which direction you're going. You're running out of gas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we, uh, me, me and Steve, guys, we've been at it. We're in fighting shape. So we'll yeah. see how these some bitches mm. stand up because uh, they haven't done it in a hot second. Um, Steve and I not only been doing doing that, but we've been doing dang old uh, second podcast. Oh my we'll God. talk about here in a second. But what about second podcast? <laughs> yeah. We'll talk yeah. about all that hot mess here in a in a quick sec. But we're gonna do a couple of things that we haven't did in a while because first of all, we haven't recorded in person in a while. Right. Steve and I've been doing that old uh, intranet recording. We got everyone here in person, so I thought only appropriate to have some some spookies and some spices. Throw back to to, like to our origins. Time. Yep, oh throw back to it. We. We have some beers sweating. as well. Maybe we go around. Let's go around the horn and, and talk about beers real quick. And then we'll get in these here spookies and spices. Cool. Um, and we've already kicked off that I have a sidecar of natural light. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. already off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the motorcycle is also natural light. <laughs> and then the sidecar is of natural light. Yeah. And, then, and then the tailing is also natural light. It's just kind of like a motorcycle it's a tra- it's a tra- ride naturally. of natural light. <laughs> Normally, when you say sidecar, you've got a drink and then the thing beside it. Well, you know, I mean, I got a beer and a beer. Normally, it'd be like a beer and a shot. I know, but both those beers are natty light. Not both my beers aren't natty light. Is that what you just said? Oh, both of those aren't natty light? No. Oh, okay. I was confused. I thought you... They were both natty light. Oh, you have this. I did too. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. I thought it was very funny for you to call sidecar natty light. I thought they were both natty light. No, I know. I need a light beer just as like my like refresher every once in a while. No, but I am drinking winged 
Creatures uh, from Wayfinder. It's a West Coast IPA. Uh, my girl Natalie brews out there. So every time I see a cool beer she's doing, I have some friends mail it to me. It's Hell really yeah. tasty. I've already had one before, but I like also love this label and it felt very spooky. It's a cool label. It's a cool yeah, label. It, it looks like I'm the freaking amicus uh, poster or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool label. It smells wicked nice too. Yeah, it's super tasty. What do you got over there, Steve? What kind of dang old gloop glop you got over there? It's not really gloop glop, but it's actually clearer than I thought it was. Yeah, the name would imply gloop glop, mm-hmm. but it didn't come out gloop glop. No. Um, it's from Masthead. Uh, we've talked about them before because we mm-hmm. enjoy them, mm-hmm. and they released a pumpkin spice latte ale. Hell yeah! And it's a eight point three percent. So it's got mm, it's got to be. It's got, to be. Yeah, it's got the right go go for me, mm-hmm. and also, <laughs> you know, it has it. A wonderful like it's far more coffee yeah i was confused before we got on because steve's like here it smells I, I gave it a smell i was like that's weird it smells like coffee and steve was like yeah it's a latte and i was like oh yeah i'm just used to like pumpkin spice latte things not having any actual coffee yeah. smell to right it. but this actually smells like coffee but yeah. I, and that's almost what i want like i like want to hate myself a little bit for drinking it because there's just so much overwhelming pumpkin spice but that's what i want right now mm-hmm. you know yeah i want it to be like a pumpkin spice smoothie yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But I want to buy it from a coffee store. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want a milkshake, but not. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I want to feel like I'm doing something that's just part of my normal day and not like a 500 calorie treat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to you want to trick yourself that it's not a milkshake because it was made it was made with ice and cream. It can't be a milkshake. A barista totally. made it. Yeah. It's different than when I go to Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. There was no ice cream that went into it. So there's no way it's an actual milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did go to Katie's Corner and got myself a root beer float yesterday. Oh. God yeah. damn, I love a root beer float. Seriously. That's how my mom used to describe ice cream at McDonald's. She would always call it ice milk. It was just what? milk in ice form. Oh, mm. Literally, she thought it was like milk, just calorie like milk. But it was she's sweet. Th- oh, she thought it was... N- Oh, milk. she just thought it was like the equivalent of milk. Yeah. Is oh, your mom okay. from like 1910? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up thinking it was ice milk. What? It's just ice milk. It tastes fantastic. You guys don't even were know. Were you guys drinking Ovaltine too? Yeah. Like, Benjamin, you put the milk and the ice together and then put you... Put the salt on the outside. That's so right. Let's make, our, make our own. Just put the milk in the freezer. You Go outside and get a shovel full of snow. You have to put the bucket inside the other bucket of the rock salt and then you spin it around and it will solidify. I would, but I have lupus. <laughs> It's a delicious <laughs> treat an, for the summer. I think that's an old person disease, right? Old, yeah. old, time, old timey <laughs> disease? I don't know. No, tuberculosis is what you're yeah. looking for. <laughs> What's lupus? Yeah, sorry if you have lupus, guys. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, don't write. Don't, we apologize. <laughs> shout out to anyone with lupus. <laughs> shout out to lupus. Shout out to, our, shout out to all the homies with big lupus. Up, big ups to all, all our loop heads. <laughs> All the homies with Lucas. What are you drinking over there, Ah, what am I drinking? Mm. Well, the thing about uh, thing about Puppy Fall is mm. uh, I was I, I I panicked, ran to Giant Eagle as I had to put her in the crate again. She was not happy about she was it, pissed, so yeah. I grabbed. I when I come on these podcasts, I drink hard and I drink fast. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So I had to get I had to get clear stuff. So I got a, a four pack of Danville Train from Cinderlands mm-hmm. and then okay. a. Bohemian pills from four points. So I'm drinking okay. two of each of those, and uh, I'm gonna go through probably all four of them. I yeah, shit. This episode, I those think. are um, both solid beers. I weirdly enough, 
those are both actual beers that I have had, mm-hmm. even though 90% of the time these days I'm just drinking Pilsner Kell. And for some reason, on a real Sam Adams kick. So not yeah. even experiencing any local there. beer at all. I need to see what you're drinking, too. I need um, to see this. Oh, yeah. I am drinking um, Sam Adams. So, mm. I, listen, I've got a soft spot for the Sam Adams variety packs. Mm-hmm. Been drinking. Oh, yeah. I, I know Same. I've been screaming from the rooftops the last couple of years about the Jacko Sam Adams Jacko pumpkin ale. Yeah. Because it's a 4.7% pumpkin ale you can drink 100 of, and there's no other ones like that i got the fall variety pack because it's got the jacko in it but then it also the new one this year it's got uh and then it has one called hoppy lager which i haven't tried yet and i every time they do a hoppy lager of any time or any type of german inspired lager i buy it hoping that it's alpine pilsner remember the alpine Pilsner? such a fucking killer beer um and but this year they had me hook line and sinker because they got a dang old dunkel Munich mm. Dunkel in this pack called Flannel mm. Fest. And a flannel And it's label. got a flannel oh. label. You know, it looks cozy. I, I like love a Dunkel. That beer could inspire a great Halloween costume for someone. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Just wear f- like a flannel shirt, you mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But like have like five <laughs> layers of them. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. know, each hour mm. you just take a different one off and you give it fest. to someone. Yeah. I This beer is good because it's not a weird because I'm actually not a huge fan of Sam and I'm's Oktoberfest, which is yeah. like the number one Oktoberfest in the freaking country. But it's too sweet, it's too caramely, it's too out of it's too out of balance for me. Um and I was hoping the Dunkel wasn't that and it's not. It's actually a really drinkable um kind of like deep brown lager. It's fucking I'll drink a hundred of them. Fun. Yeah. So Fuck we're doing yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. All right. Let's get into these spookies and spicies, yins, guys. Mm. Um, I don't know which one do we want to do first. I'll tell you what we have. I got two things here. One of them, let's talk, we'll start with the spicy. I got uh, I'm a big flame and hot guy. Sure. And a lot of people talking about the flame and hot now. Sure. Because they got the flame and hot mac and cheese. Ben looks like he's gonna puke already. <laughs> yep. Um, I thought those cheetahs looked weird. Yeah, flame and hot. <laughs> But it's you know what else is going to look weird later? Chili fusion, yep. tangy chili yep. fusion, flaming hot. You so now they're doing spin know me though. I feel like you know me, like you know that I go hard for like anything a little tangy, a little lime like. I'm little hoping chili. that's what it is. I that's surprising that you so. would even say that though. Yeah. I feel like you try to hurt me most of the time. I didn't go crazy. I didn't go with some sort of like nasty, crazy blow your freaking face off. Spiciness. That's got know. a lot of citric acid on it. Yeah, they're going. They're it's definitely like, going after the takis. I feel like there's like this sweetness to it that I don't want, and mm. I think it's coming from like the corn, you know, like the Cheeto itself. Yeah, that I don't like the combo on. Well, they're definitely going for like so the two flavors that a lot of people are going after right now: sweet chili. Yeah. Everybody's doing the sweet chili thing, and Lame. everyone's going after the hot and tangy mm-hmm. because takis are so popular. I feel like they tried to kill two birds with one stone on this. Fucking both those birds yeah. just fucking yep. flew away, got away. It, ta- it it is it tastes like a really sour like Chinese takeout sauce. Yeah, <laughs> I think some- that, that that's like a good description because, yeah. like I said, there's like this. Un- for me, like when you say that, I'm like, yeah, there's always like this underlying sweetness because sugar up ass on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it's just not doing. It. And then I also but had these like mustard pretzels prior to that, and those are perfectly yeah. Zesty. It's not I like, like the bad. Cheetos. I like them. Yeah, you, you I, eat the don't, Cheetos. Don't enjoy them. <laughs> I, would, I would eat the whole bag. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Good. I'm just saying I had high hopes for it, and mm-hmm. now I that would, I saw the, I the tangy chili, and then <laughs> <laughs> let me get the chili, get the Cheetos out, <laughs> then you can defecate no, into the bag. No, that's not what I want here. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we got some spookies here as well. And here's what I got, Florians. I had a couple different things in my hand, but then I saw this handsome devil here and I just I couldn't turn him down. Mm, this is Kool-Aid Goulaid. So you remember Goulaid, all time best flavor of Kool-Aid that ever existed. Sure. Popping candies and they're mm. these little pouches. Oh, yeah. There's it's tropical really punch, which is blue. There's the cherry is and there's grape. Yeah. So I'm going to go. Well, you guys got one of each. Perfect. So I get to choose whatever I want. I'm going to go Tropical Punch. I mean, I'm not. I'm Brings not me back to this. I don't know what the How brand was, it? but there was a push pop, like a like a mm. like a frozen Minute yeah. Maid drink that you could My suck like this. Oily. So that's in these that's in these little packs, these little like triangular pouches. And it's like Pop Rocks, but they're Kool-Aid flavor. So I got Tropical Punch. These kind of like a mixture Can of like hear Pop it, Mike Rocks. Pump? Oh, yeah. That's from inside my mouth. That's not. Right. Is that making? Is that doing anything for you? This is an ASMR <laughs> podcast. Now. Everybody, does back. this do anything for you? How's this? Mm. Does it work for you? <laughs> is this? Is this the real awkward ASMR? Is this hit, hitting you, hitting you where you want to hit? You? <laughs> no, it's, it's not. All right, it's got, is this getting all the angles? That's Are fine. you getting wet and or hard? <laughs> <laughs> That's um. The yes answer to that yes. is a thousand percent yes. There's no way you can't when you have. Four grown adults My opening God. your mouth into, yeah. into the mic, into the mic, and you're hearing all these popping sounds. You're yeah. like, "That's happening deep inside my oral cavity." You guys, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. that's just like ASMR the shunting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're surrounded by noise and pop rocks. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> Ooh, if we could figure out a way for that to go, like one earbud and then the other earbud, yeah. and then a different set that's like one's on your bottle, <laughs> like on your perineum, everything. Um, <laughs> Guys, for those of you who aren't doctors, perineum, that's a little spot between your asshole and your genitals. Yeah. Come on, guys. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> we got all that out of the way. A couple things. I don't want to forget about yeah, yeah. what else is on this plate right now. Oh. Oh. Do you want to get into because, this some bitch now? Well, I made a point to say when I showed up here. meat? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I showed up and I was like, you know what I like totally just forgot to get, though, was like some wet meats. And... Brian slowly pulled out of his pocket <laughs> a Tijuana Mama. Oh, big old slimy big boy. Old Look Tijuana how slippery mama. it is. Oh man. All Love right. me a Tijuana Mama. We don't have a knife, but we I can... have a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do. Cause I'm a nasty boy. <laughs> you gotta pinch it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go like this. Hot me off a little hunk of that, would you please? Are you going to put some of that on it? And then I'm going to get this fucking little pump rocks, you guys. You're going to put that on I'm it? I'm going to get this. Get, so can nice. I suggest maybe the grape instead of the cherry? Really? I will try. Is yeah. that a compliment? I'll try, yeah. I'll try cherry. You try grape. Because I'm just thinking of like how there's coolicles. Oh. And like a lot of the time people go with grape for Kool-Aid coolicles. But I mean, See, you know, I've only ever had cherry. Okay. But, but, but that's not even the reason I thought. Here's the stupider reason that I thought. <laughs> sure. Was if you were going to cook pork. What fruit would you maybe put with it? Um, and I thought oh. cherries over grapes. Sure. But none of these things are real foods. <laughs> no. <laughs> complete moot point. Okay. Um, that's like, that's gonna, like the worst version of right uh, like schnitzel. I'm going to go naked. Yeah. I'm going to go naked wet meat. You're going naked uh, wet I'm meat. I'm going to go. Cheers. Prost. Dab it up. Nastrovi. <laughs> I don't hate it. Grape was a mistake. Hard mistake on the grape. <laughs> okay. Cherry was... Should, hey, should have went with your instincts. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Who's the master? When it, when it, no. Who's making you watch Fast and Furious right now? No. Who's the person? <laughs> what is that guy? Who's the person who is he loves to on watch a monthly basis 
gaslighting me yeah. to do terrible things. Mm. Boom G again. Yeah. Got you. Um, that was... I didn't hate the. I love me a Tijuana mama. How, how as a pickled sausage, is that less sour and tangy than those Cheetos? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, or and spicy. Like the whole thing is just dramatically. Yeah. It's a pickled sausage. It doesn't even have the benefit of all the yummy dusting on it. No. So much better. No. Guys, no. don't be scared of the wet meat section at your uh, local <laughs> convenience store. Or, or the pickled you know, egg section. Um, go in and don't be scared of anything them, in there. Get them. Come on. Enrich your life. Go to, go to JR's, get it in bulk. <laughs> get a whole bunch, get a five, get a car boy full of fucking pickled eggs. <laughs> okay. I love that. Um, before we get into this here movies and explain what the fuck is going on with this showdown situation, a couple things. First of all, um, if you're interested in listening, we get a lot of new listeners this time of year, right? So if you're just chopping on, listening for the first time, welcome. We also do minisodes every damn monday first monday of the month we do what's called a dang old showdown episode that's what we're doing here showdown episodes where we get a topic gets pulled off of uh three different topics get pulled off his big old spinny wheel and then our social media friends and listeners vote on it we get a topic we pick a movie that's associated with that topic me steve and a guest we each pick a movie we argue about it somebody gets power bombed through a chair somebody takes a belt upside the head and ultimately we vote and somebody takes home the some bitch and championship strap for the month. This is a little bit different because this is the main event. This is the WrestleMania, if you will, of our calendar. So we're doing a fatal four way match. So now we throw him back in the mix. He's, I mean, his veins are popping out of his neck right now. Um, and instead- Ben, for some reason, started juicing. He started a. <laughs> He started a cycle of tests, and we didn't ask him to. No, no, no. He came in here. Ryan sent me this message like a month ago, and I've been I'm like a, a gram like a gram of gear every freaking day. I don't even. He ripped the door off the hinges yeah. when he came in here. I ran here. You scary children. I ran here. Nobody sees, but he has a fanny pack. That's where he keeps his gear. Because I got to shoot up in the bathroom. Yeah. That's where he keeps his gear. Yeah. Well, this is this is going to be a dang old slobber knocker because. We got four of us, and we didn't even have a topic uh, that got picked off the wheel this time. The movies came off the wheel this time. We've done something similar in the past. This year, instead of doing the John Carpenter wheel, we dubbed it the Wheeloween. So me and Steve, we found 69 tasty Halloween movies. Nice. Put them on <laughs> uh, the, the Wheeloween. We spun it four times in order, and then that's the movies that we ended up with. So... Um, if you want to contribute to this madness or if you want to use some spooky spooky shit on the internet, come over and follow us over on the social medias. It's at Halloween is forever. Um, or just type in Halloween is forever on one of the gang old social medias. Um, Instagram, to, uh, the Twix and the uh, shippy tight over on the on the strings. What's it called again? Sometimes you're getting like threads. more threads. grandfather like. Yeah. When it comes to the social medias, the more you have to talk about it. I kind of love yeah, watching everyone knows what they are. Like you're getting great <laughs> like hair do, tell, as you mention it. Am I going to tell you like, oh, at this one, it's at this and at this one, it's at, just type in Halloween's forever. It's going to yeah. come up. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's going to come up. Right. Just, just put it right. in the old, go to HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.computer.com and then type it in to the search engine and then it'll tell you where to go. It'll give you all the deets and the dats and the boops and the bops. Okay. 
Um, we also, uh, I would be remiss if, uh, if we did not say, we also have a Patreon now. We've got Halloween's Forever, patreon.com, whatever. Uh, you go on over there and um, Steve, tell him about it. It's troubling. I'm yeah. struggling to get all the information out about it because... I just had a really tough day of talking about it with my therapist, and, um, <laughs> and it's, it's rough. It's rough. So, Steve, tell us about it while I grab another beer and um, self-medicate. <laughs> Over on Patreons, we've got two tiers. One of them tiers, we call it the Scamps tier. That's where you get a couple, two, three things out of there. You get, like, extra reviews. You get a little extra content. Sometimes you get your episodes early. You can also get them without ads. You know, if we get sponsors, so things like that will happen over there on the scamps tier. But that's not the bread and butter. The bread and butter is the rascal tier. Mm, rascal. Rascal <laughs> tier. Rascals. So on the rascal, rascal tier, was. you get all the stuff from the scamps, but then you also get access to our Discord, which means you can jump on Discord and watch episodes happen live, except for this one, because we're doing it in person and don't have a computer hooked up with a bunch of stuff. I got, I literally got my hair cut for this. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to show you all my new fade. Really good. It does look really nice, Ben. It do be tight. It's fresh. Okay. We'll we'll take a picture of your new fade and then put it up on the Patreon (laughs) just for the Patreon listeners. We're going to, you know, we're going to shotgun a beer before we leave anyway. So there'll be a video recording of you. So it's all going to happen. Yeah. profile though so you can do the fade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that'll go up on Rascal's tier. Okay. Everybody gets to see Ben's fade. In in lieu of not being able to watch this episode happen. <laughs> it's that's fair. But Same. usually you get to jump on the Discord, you watch episodes happen, you comment, you you know, can interact with us. You can just also just message us on there and you know if you have episode suggestions, things like that. And then the other thing you get is the monthly exclusive podcast Family is Forever. <laughs> Ryan, I feel like you going to therapy to talk about. I mean, it's one work. of the things I'm talking about. Um, I don't like it. So <laughs> Steve has gaslit me. Like it's it's really progressed from like this might be funny to like we're doing it to <laughs> like you might lay down in traffic as a result of it. To I think this is some sort of psyop that Steve or St- I thought at first you know Steve's just gaslighting me. Then now it might be a full on like government psyop <laughs> and I don't know who to trust. Um, definitely not Steve, definitely but not also Steve. maybe not. I think even my therapist might be in on it. Oh. Right? <laughs> it's um, hard for him to tell. His his social media has turned on him. Oh. Other people in his life have turned on him. Yeah, because they all like it. No, because it's just infiltrating my life. Oh. Like now it's just like, I, like never, talk about I it. went 20 years without ever crossing paths with Fast and the Furious, Mm -hmm. except for just casually. You know what I mean? Like, I would see a dumb trailer for it or a a movie poster or some dumb promo at a store whatever. Now, all of a sudden, it's coming up my Instagram. (laughs) It's coming up. uh, It's just, yeah. (laughs) Do you like cars? Yeah. Now now everyone thinks I like cars. (laughs) It's unpleasant. My life has been has been um, hindered significantly by it. I don't know if I told you about this time, like this past winter when Aaron, um, you know, my buddy Aaron, Mm -hmm. you guys all know Aaron, um, and I went to Seattle together. And when we were in the hotel, I'm like half asleep and he's like browsing through the TV. And what he stops at is fast and furious. And I find out 
but he really likes or he like he is like this follow is the franchise like they live. and i was like like uh, all of a sudden i'm are... learning people that i thought were okay people <laughs> i'm learning yeah, that they're that pieces of shit because they like these pieces I, of shit i movies. have a certain thought process or uh, thought on the series i'm like this does not make sense it, it doesn't, doesn't match up like yeah. i know steve has good taste most of the time <laughs> yeah. why does he like this i don't know who said i liked it i mean <laughs> Anyway, he's gaslighting you so, again. I know this is the thing. It's all mind games. So we've done the first three. We're about to do the fourth one, which I think is just called Fast and the Furious again. So I'm Fast concerned it's going to be like a ampersand. It's going to be a fucking Groundhog's Day situation where I'm going to wake up and it's going to be like, oh, you like I'm going to put on this one, and it's going to be the first movie, and everybody's going to act like we haven't even done any of the episodes of the podcast. Anyway, we're three deep. So I Brian, thought there was only really 10, well. but apparently there's 11, maybe more. <sighs> 11 for now. They're, I mean, they have to no, finish. No, there's 10, isn't there? Well, there's the one. There's I a, don't know. I, I know. I know I, there's like a there's 10. Like, there's like a Fast and the Furious expanded cinematic universe. <laughs> well, apparently. there is a secret one that I didn't make Brian watch. I, I gave him a pass on that. There's a secret short film oh, that we didn't God. watch. <laughs> I and feel like the secret, like one that you're talking about, is just like the equivalent the of backyard is that wrestling. I died three years ago <laughs> and in purgatory. Well, yeah, I won't let you watch the secret one because you're actually in it. It's like a fucking Nos crazy Dorian theme. Gray type thing where you're actually in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like one day I'm just going to like open up my, um, uh, you know, my computer and there will have been like a story that I've been writing for the last few years. That <laughs> is my, the life that I had subsequently lived. Mm-hmm. Or it's, yeah, it's gonna, we are not it's talking about your movie yet, so you should probably <sighs> say that. It's going to be awful. Anyway, if you want, the podcast is fun. The movies are disgusting. Uh, we've done the first three. We're about to do the fourth. This is an exclusive uh, Patreon only podcast called Families Forever. Steve and I do once a month. It's a lot of fun. Come on over to the Patreon. Check it out. It's horror on a different level. Oh, my God. Yep. For some of us. All right. Uh, now that we got all that shit up out the way, let's get into these fucking movies. Steve is the champ. He has yes. the belt. He won in September. So he chose the order in which the Wheeloween chose our movies. He now gets the uh, the uh, pleasure of choosing the order in which we talk about these movies as well. So each one of us are going to go around the horn. We're going to talk about our movie for, what, about 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, we, we've decided one of the special rules of the, fatal four, of the fatal four-way match mm-hmm. is that we're going to have a pretty, not, not a hard 20 minutes, because there are some interrupty folks on this on this show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for the interrupty folks, we're, we're going to Cut it off at 20 minutes. So you have 20. I prefer to call them intrusive thoughts. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, they turn into other things. That's how they start. Mm -hmm. They they start as intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they come out of my mouth. Right. (laughs) Yep. Becomes a product. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So we're going to have a hard 20 minutes. You get to present your film, and then maybe we'll do about five. Is that the name of that short film, The Fast and the, Fe- the Hard 20 Minutes? <laughs> so we'll, we'll do the 20 minutes, and then maybe we'll have about five, ten minutes of... Like bonus time. Yeah, bonus time. Mm-hmm. Kind of like maybe, I don't know, I don't watch soccer, but they have over. I was going to say, I think there's, that's a thing soccer does. Yeah. I'm not so 100%. We'll, so we'll have maybe five minutes of over for everybody to rebut the film if they yeah. want. So... I like it. So we'll try to keep it to 25 minutes per film. Okay. 
as best we can. That way we don't wind up with six hours. <laughs> yeah. We've no, baby girl's got to work at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, and a sleepover. <laughs> yeah. We've I'm, had three people ones that have went. Um, yeah, Matt never came like back. Five he, hours. Yeah. You scared him away forever. Yeah. I yeah. sure was on a four and a half hour one once. Yeah, we've had some long ones. So yeah. I mean, I'm willing to sleep. This couch looks really comfy. Oh, I've slept <laughs> on all these couches a thousand times. <laughs> oh, um, but in any case, uh, we'll, we'll try to keep her tight. We'll try to keep her tight. But yeah. Steve gets to determine the order. Though, right? I do get to determine the order. And so with that, I'm going to make Brian go first. Oh, okay. He almost Ooh. never goes first, so I'm going to make him go first. That's true. I was not expecting that. I was, yeah. expecting I that. was ready to go first. Yeah. I know. I, I know I know who's ready to go when. Now I've got to turn my notebook page. I'm, play- <laughs> I'm playing the game. All right. So Brian will go first with mm-hmm. his scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ben will go second All right. with Hellions. Meg will go third mm-hmm. with the Funhouse Massacre. Mm-hmm. And I... We'll end the episode with trick or treat. Holy Word. shit! I knew you were going to come up last, but I was not expecting to go first. But you know what? Primed, ready to go. Got that? Got that? Those first you're, drinks. You're mentally pulse, back in the game after talking about Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I had a fucking Tijuana Mama with some Kool Aid Pop Rocks on it. You want me to go to my fanny pack before ready you get started? You want? Yeah. You want to yeah. just pull one butt cheek <laughs> out? Yeah. You just shoot it straight in. I'm gonna get you ready <laughs> for this. <laughs> so I, well, not I. The Wheel of Ween selected for me. Um, an interesting pick. I got scary stories to tell in the dark from the year of our Lord, 2019, uh, directed by Andre Overdahl, um, also director of uh, uh, Troll Hunter, which if you haven't seen, oh, that's damn, I love damn, that movie. Love a Troll Hunter. Yeah. Also, Autopsy of Jane Doe, totally serviceable movie. Oh. It's fine. Um, anyway, uh, so he's got some some horror under his belt. So this is an interesting one because it also is heavily influenced because it was uh, a writer credit, but also a producer and undoubtedly some some other involvement there uh, with one of the absolute modern masters of horror. Um, uh, oh, my God. Guillermo del Toro. I almost said Benicio del Toro <laughs> because I just watched that reptile movie on Netflix today that oh, he's okay. in with Justin yeah. Timberlake. He's a master of something. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So... At like it was, I was like, his name is not Benicio. I'm sure. Stop trying to say Benicio. So see, we we watched you go through that. To, yes. Didn't want to say anything else. Guillermo del Toro. Um, so, um, and and it feels like uh, influenced by him a little bit. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it. In any case, um, so this is interesting because I have a long-standing personal connections movie. I'm interested to see if you guys did as well, because this is based on a series of uh, of I would say young not even young adults spooky children's books mm-hmm. right yeah. a la mm-hmm. goosebumps age uh type e- of horror. extra spooky like extra 12 spooky. and up yes yeah like totally i saw, i was introduced to them before i ever even kind of conceived that it could watch a horror movie yes same mm-hmm. as well one of the first times just literally getting the absolute piss scared out of me was reading these books um this well that makes sense because these monsters would scare only a 12 year old <laughs> I uh, listen uh, also i need to nah. lay this out here and i need you guys to be on the same page with me this is a pg-13 movie okay. based on mm-hmm. a children's book right. mm-hmm. i okay. did not pick that mm-hmm. the wheel picked that sure focus pocus was also on that wheel guys oh. so you have to hubie halloween was on that wheel guys <laughs> so you got to give me some some 
you know, you gotta We're understand the audience. We're all gonna get the same. We're gonna get a time and place. I will give you a time and place card. How about uh, that? All right. There's so, leeway, and then there's some other things okay, in this movie. Okay, guys, I have to start talking about the movie Rat Fucks. So, um, this is based on a, a book series that was started way back uh, in 1981, written by a guy named Alvin Schwartz, and uh, famously illustrated by another gentleman. Uh, Stephen Gamble. There's three books in the original series. I think they've come out with more since then. They've re-released them since this movie came out. But I was introduced to these in probably the early 90s um, when I was, I don't know, six, seven, eight years old. My older cousins had, you know, one of the original ones, the first book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And I remember very distinctly us reading them in their house during a sleepover, oh. my older cousin reading them to us and scaring the living piss out of us. Mm-hmm. Me, me that not sounds sleeping fun. all fucking night. <laughs> that sounds fun. And, and, you know, we'll talk about a few of the stories, but a couple of them in particular stuck with me for years, like scared the piss out of me. Um, and, uh, and then later, like later when I was a teenager, even in high school and, you know, now all of a sudden the internet exists and I can go back and look up what that, those stories that scared the piss out of me were. I got to kind of relive that again, but for years they just lingered in the back of my head as what is that horrible story I got to- told, oh, you know, the meat high for you. walker yeah. scared the <laughs> piss out of me as a kid. That's great. We'll talk about those stories here in a second, but so you have to understand that these are short stories written for 10 year olds, right? Mm-hmm. So they are a lot of jump scares, most of them are based on either old, uh, uh, like urban legend type stuff, mm-hmm. or they're um, they're like old folk tales and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So this, like I said, they're and they're very short stories meant for one ten year old to read to another ten year old. Um, gro- there's a lot of gross out stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the a high percentage of the stories are like gross out stories as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, um, so this was like goose, imagine goosebumps before goosebumps, less story driven, more short stories, more just scare the shit out of your friends during a sleepover. So, um, Guillermo del Toro's, uh, super, uh, big fan of these stories. Like, um, I've, I've listened to interviews with him where he actually owns some of the like original artwork and stuff Ooh, from the yeah, stories. So, so he has a real big personal connection to these as well. Um, so here's what you get. Is this a perfect movie? No. By, by no means is it's a perfect movie. It's got great music. It's got great atmosphere. You know, the production value is strong. There's some CGI that go, could go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. It's a movie for fucking teenagers to get taken to by their uh, adult, you know, parents who, you know, grew up reading these books. Anyway, uh, you know you're going to get some of that stuff when when Guillermo del Toro is in, involved. Um, so... Uh, you get some great Halloween night vibes. Mm-hmm. Can't deny that, mm-hmm. which this is the Halloween showdown. Right. So it was, you know. It should the, be noted. This should be noted. <laughs> yes. Some great Halloween night yep. vibes. It is awesome the trick or treat. And I like, and and um, there was a couple movies um, in, in, you know, that we talked about when we talked about our favorite trick or treat uh, scenes in, in a recent mini-sode where I, I love a good old wholesome trick or treat scene, but I also like a kids doing bad shit. Halloween scene too. A mischief. Because <laughs> that was my most memorable Halloweens. Yeah, I remember dressing up as Power Rangers and going around getting candy. That was great. But my most me- memorable ones were like blinging eggs, smoking cigs. My God. Smashing <laughs> mailboxes. <laughs> doing Jesus. A piece, a I was a good shit. No, I was a real piece of shit for a handful of years. And those were my, <laughs> that was, that. those were my favorite, those are my best oh. Halloween memories. Like 
throwing eggs and toilet paper yeah. in people's yeah. houses you and shit like that. You were these movies. I never did that kind of stuff mm-hmm. ever, but yeah. my most memorable <laughs> nights of Halloween were like driving home on the night before Halloween and looking at seeing if anything was teepeed. Oh, yeah. And mm. like, oh, my God, that pine tree. Oh, yeah. I can't <laughs> believe they did that. Well, the, 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 I will remember so, I will remember so vividly going to Mario's Giant Eagle right down the road, Elwood City, going in with me. I was probably... Mm, well, I know how old I was. I was 14 because I was with my two friends who were 16 and had just gotten driver's licenses. And we went there and literally bought a bunch of toilet paper and eggs, like, le- like lurching, like, <laughs> leaving the thing. And they my just looked God. like not casual at all. Motherfuckers, really? And we were just like, <laughs> <laughs> and we did. We got to shit real bad. <laughs> we got to poop and then we got breakfast to cook. I don't know. But yeah, we literally went the night before Halloween. Had the balls to go into Giant Eagle and <laughs> buy we, eggs and toilet uh, paper. I see your question. Though. Like, were you able to take them, buy them? Like, did they oh, sell no, them? Oh, again, too. No, you can't buy these things. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> Plus, also, we we were. I do remember having a conversation when we walked into the store that we were going to make sure that we go to like the teenage cashier and not like the the sure. old lady who's yeah. right. shit. Like this, they're they like think give you enough as you're yeah, leaving. Exactly. Yeah. The old lady would snitch. Yeah, she's a yeah. fucking narc. She already <laughs> called your mom. Um, yeah, she <laughs> called my mom. Um, Anyway, so so I like the I like the bad kid shit. Um, so you, you get Tommy right off the bat, who is a super hateable. I won't go through all the characters, but oh, just some of the God. highlights we'll get through. And then out some of the some of the, uh, you know, a high point, some of the story um, early in the movie. You get Tommy, who is a really great, hateable bully because one, he's a snide little shit um, and, and two, he's ugly. You feel like you could probably whip his ass. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he's fucking nuts. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're like, you know, he's going to go way over the top with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, he's a scary, scary little fuck. Like, you feel like you could take him, but he's. But he's, he's looking out, to kill people. He's like, literally he, he out wanted of his to mind. murder somebody. Yeah, he's out of his mind. But I mean, you, you when you learn, like, it, it's not at first, but then you eventually learn that he's like white trash, yeah. which makes sense. Like, because yeah. I knew they so many are. kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I knew so many kids who were bullies who were also just white trash because they mm-hmm. were getting probably beat at home. I think totally. I, we've told the story about the, the, the brothers who were like two years apart, but were in the same grade that grew up near me that, that I used to be buddy. The, like, I used to get into fights with all the time. They used to gang up on me and I literally used to get into fist fights with these kids like twice a week. And then one time. My dad told me, like, all right, they can't gang up on you. That's fucked up. Like, you yeah. can fight them one-on-one. If one of them whips your ass, great. But if they gang up on you, you can't. One of the most depressing, like, eye-opening, coming-of-age moments was my dad taking me to their house because they live right up the road, oh. going up there, and then seeing the inside of their house and, like, mm. their alcoholic father screaming at them and going, like, fuck, this is why <laughs> they are. Why yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god anyway that got dark real quick anyway um <laughs> but it's the same thing with tommy so <laughs> yeah, same. right yeah. yeah um so uh you know you get this inciting incident so you meet a few of the few of the 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 clan here so you got stella who is um she is kind of the main protagonist um she's kind of the like spooky nerdy smart girl uh, who's into spooky shit right um you have two of her friends uh her kind of sidekicks are augie and chuck and Augie's the one who has a crush on her, but he's a fucking dork. And then there's like not a dork, like um, like a goody two shoes kind of right. Yeah. yeah. Um, thinks he's real bright and is like, but he's he's the one who has a crush on her is always trying to impress her. Then you have Chuck, who's like the goofy, silly sidekick. And then we later meet Ramon, mm. who is um, the, the <laughs> a little bit older. Yeah, mm. he's 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 the the dreamboat uh, greaser. Yeah. 
um, <laughs> you know, like he's he's Still soda pop, you know, yeah. kind of or, or pony boy. Yeah, pony boy. <laughs> yeah, he's got the he's got the pony boy looks, and he's got the you know he has this, they they just assume he has a switchblade because he has a leather jacket. And all this <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> did Weird. they assume it because he was a greaser? Or did they assume it because he's Hispanic? Yeah, well, oh, that's also part of it yeah. as well. Yeah, because, but he I I thought it was because that was his is like. He was trying to embody that gr- cool greaser. Right. Yeah. He's that trying to be vibe. the outsider. Yeah. yeah Literally, definitely. he's the outsider because he's from not that town. Right. So. One thing that I thought was kind of interesting, which I understand why they did it, but I feel like it might have been a little bit heavy handed. I'm not really. I don't feel strongly one way or the other is I always assumed the stories were set in like either present day or if they were further back, they, you know, maybe they were from the 1800s or something like that. I love mm-hmm. the stories in the book. This story, which I appreciate the fact that they didn't do an anthology because that would have been super e- It would have been too simple because these stories are too simple and fast. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, these stories are just a few pages long. It's not like you're doing, you know, Books of Blood, Clive Barker, and like you can break it up because these are 50. These are like almost little novellas. Yeah. These are literally like three and four page giant type print 10 year old mm-hmm. kid stories. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't ter- even turn it into it. So they basically did a story that is. Um, kind of a through line slash wraparound where all the stories kind of come to life. And we'll get into it here in a second. But I found it interesting that they set it in what I could determine was 1968. Mm-hmm. Because that was when the election was happening. This is when everybody's going to uh, uh, Vietnam. And I think that's also the year Night of the Living Dead came out, which they suggested yeah. it came out that year. So mm-hmm. I don't know why they felt the need to set it in 1968. Um and, and give it all these uh, overtones of, yeah. of the Vietnam War and and all these like r- racial things. I understand yeah. that they wanted to make it seem like. First of all, every movie that came out in 2019 had some sort of racial story associated with, it, I think, because it was like the rise of, you know, pretty much from 2016, to 2020. There was some sort of like racial thing happening there because yeah. obviously like this is when all these fucking races became super emboldened <laughs> right <laughs> so like that that was like in every on the top of everyone's mind um and then i think also they decided that they had to give it some real world stakes it couldn't just be spooky stories coming to life it had to be other yeah, outside sure. things yeah. happening mm-hmm. which is a very stephen kingy thing to do i felt like they were there was, a, there yeah. was a lot of stephen king influence it I felt. Was, yeah it was definitely an attempt and probably the biggest uh, the biggest connection between the two, though, of the real world and the stories is when they try to link Ramon and that the fact that he's essentially a draft dodger. Yeah. They try to link that to like his fear of what might come out of the book. Yeah. And like that, you know, the book might make him just fucking like up here in the jungle or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll talk about how we felt about that here in a second. But there's an inciting incident where basically uh, they throw some steaming shit into the bully's car. They get trapped. They, you know, they end up going into this house, which was part of their plan for the night. They go into the, the local spooky house. Um, then they get trapped in there by Tommy, who's a fucking uh, the fucking, you know, uh, asshole. Um, anyway, they come to find out that this, you know, uh, Stella, she's kind of the um, uh, kind of the lore keeper here. So she says talks about Sarah Bellows, like local uh, family from whatever fucking hundred years ago or whatever who she died. She was locked in this little room. They ultimately get some spooky shit in the house that happens. They find Sarah Bella's room and Stella finds her book. Um, they all are 
pretty spooked out by all the shit that happens in the house. Um, Sarah Bellows is actually a story called The Haunted House in one of the early books. And then they chose that to be like the overarching story Mm. for the rest of the stories. Which makes sense. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, they saw some stuff in there. So everyone believes something creepy is happening. Um, I should, I won't get into all the stuff that they see just for the sake of time, but everyone knows something spooky happened that night. Um, Tommy locks them in there. Um, and, uh, eventually Stella's like curiosity gets the better of her and she reads, uh, something that kind of, she kind of summons Sarah Bellows. Cause she's a writer too. Like, she, she is a writer. She is into this. She knew this. She wanted to see this. Yep. She yeah. She's it. the one who took them here. Yeah. Right. Um, so the next morning they find out Ramon's car's all fucked up. The bullies fucked it up. Uh, you know, wrote racial slurs and shit on it. Uh, Stella has Ra- Ramon stay at her house. They kind of get, you know, they, they have this connection, this budget, you know, budgeting connection here. Um, and they see that the stories are, um, written in blood and they realize that them re like when they are seeing the stories written in the book, they are simultaneously happening in real life. So the first one happens kind of out of their purview and it's about Tommy, the, the asshole bully. Um, and he gets home, he's hammered. The mom makes him deliver eggs in the middle of the night as one does. Um, and, uh, earlier you were briefly introduced to the scarecrow in his, uh, in his, uh, f- family's field called right. Harold. Always hated Harold. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's smashing, <laughs> smashing bottles on Harold and all that sort of thing. Throw PBRs at him and all that shit. Um, and, uh, so now Harold is, uh, you know, uh, Ramon and Stella are reading the story that's being written simultaneously. Like, you know, like a ghost is writing in the book. They're watching it be written. They're getting freaked out and they are seeing, no, at this point they're just reading it, right? Right. They're just reading. Yeah. It. They, don't, they don't see what happens to yet. Tommy. They're reading it, but it's about Tommy. And they're like, fuck, this sounds like it's about our dude, Tommy, who's an asshole. And in the story, ultimately, uh, Harold, the creepy ass scarecrow, stalks, uh, uh, stalks, Get it, stalks, uh, uh, <laughs> stalks, stalks Tommy. Um, and you get like a good mix of practical and CGI effects in here. Um, and Tommy ultimately gets, you know, pitchfork kebobbed and then uh, starts to grow fucking straw out of him and he becomes the new Harold, basically. And that's the end of Tommy. So that's that little standalone sure. story. And you're like, oh, that. And then they're like, well, that sounds like something, you know, that sounds like we're talking about Tommy. Well, the next day, uh, Tommy doesn't show up to school. And yeah. it's dun, dun, dun. Maybe that's what happened, right? Um, there's this whole side story with this racist cop that's oh, after Ramon. Yeah. Um, he's a piece of shit. We'll get back to him in a bit. Um, but the book starts doing an old monkey paw situation by like she tries to get rid of it they try to burn it they try to do all mm-hmm. the stuff with the book keeps you coming can't. back can't get rid of it and then they find the, the book starts writing um and that's when they get the first story which was a really memorable story for me not a scary story it was more of a gross sound which was the big toe mm-hmm. actually it was kind of scary um because it was like a lot of the stories are like 
tension building what's coming and then there's a jump scare but this one was a gross out one as well so uh augie they're talking to him on the old walkie talkies oh yeah and augie is uh eating some cold stew out of the fridge as one does i was making soup when that happened (laughs) when i was watching that like literally that moment that that scene i was like making some soup i'm like what the fuck am i doing at this stage in the movie are we led to believe that they like i guess whoever entered that house that night is now cursed in a way if we don't know these stories beforehand has to be the house yeah because well she kind of knew the story of cerebellos but they didn't know all the details yeah so they knew that so why is like tommy right now i think it's because i think there's something to do with the connection with stella Okay. Well, I think because she had this connection with the book, which is why she was, I think, able. And she also summoned Cerebella. Yeah. So like she I, actively uh, was so like, Cerebellos, tell us a story, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now she so just that, keep writing. Yeah. That kind of woke her up. And then, you know, her whole thing is, I fuck up these town townspeople kids because yeah, I'm getting, you know, guts. I'm getting back at them for, yeah. for all the shit that happened to me. We learn about that later. Yeah. You get the big toe story. Basically, it's a creepy person. Uh, you know, uh, somebody puts a toe in some soup. Uh, fucking Augie eats the soup. It's gross. He pulls the toe out. He eventually gets, you know, grudged up in his room, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah, we get, really we get another one called the Red Spot, which was a really memorable. They tried to pick the most memorable ones. Yeah, in the book. I, re- I remember both um, the Red Spot and the Big Toe. Mm-hmm. And then I have like a, I have like a vague memory of me, t- me tied Dodie Walker. But yeah. I didn't remember the story well the enough. Jangly and it doesn't Man and the Meetai Toady Walker are two different stories that they merge together. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, cuz it didn't ring it didn't ring when I was, yeah. you know, watching it. They combined them together to make them make sense. Those those were two of the most memorable ones from the book, but we'll talk about it, but those are those are two different stories that that they tried to converge together here. Um so uh yeah, so so you get the, the the red spot, which is where um uh uh, uh it's uh, not Augie, it's um what's the other fucking guy's name? Chuck. Chuck's sister Ruth. Has, has like a big yeah Ruth has a big like pimple on her face and mm-hmm. ends up being a fucking uh, uh, spider's laid eggs in her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spider comes out. Yuck. You can hear a weird side story though. You can give them an extra three <laughs> seconds for it. <laughs> well, I have I had um shingles on my face and when i first got them yeah. i thought they were like very tingly yeah and i thought i had literally like spider uh, eggs oh, on no. my face. i like happened to just like be staying at my parents house again i was like they're in the country so when i saw that i was like a little triggered that yeah that's not good i mean but no. they're just shingles you know i'm fine guys no <laughs> spiders in my face it's better than spiders in the face yeah, definitely i did definitely. love the way that that little spider leg like poked out oh yeah because yeah, yeah. 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 you don't see it first you think it's a hair yeah and then it starts wiggling that's pretty good you get uh we eventually get introduced to the jangly man who is a character actually from a story called uh what what did you come for i think it's called um and the jangly man is just like exactly what you'd imagine he's like a creepy walk-in crab walking creepy monster yeah, guy he kind of had some beetlejuice vibes we're talking about the jail guy the one yeah he's yeah, like beetlejuice vibes like yeah what he's there. i mean in the story you just get like a, a very vague outline of what he looks like. Yeah. So, you know, totally. they took some liberties in this. Yeah. They can make it up. There's this know. whole side story about like, um, uh, uh, servants at the house and they go and see the servants dot. Like none of that stuff really needed to be in there. As far as I'm concerned, it didn't, uh, it didn't add to anything, especially because they didn't provide any solution. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't. Um, it just, they went oh, yeah. and that person, right. I think what it was what it ultimately was meant to do was um, 
strengthen the whole like racial injustice thing mm-hmm. because these are like the black servants who uh, ultimately were were like they were blamed, blamed yeah. for some of the black magic shit that happened mm-hmm. and stuff that happened with Sarah Bellows, which we come to realize no, it was just her shitty family. Mm-hmm. You know, they they unravel this mystery, um, and Sarah Bellows is kind of using the stories a little bit as breadcrumbs, but it's more of them trying to figure out what's happening as a result of uh, of the stories that is, are being kind of inflicted on them. You get the story called they call it the Red Room in here, but it's actually the story from the books called the Dream. And they have the pale lady, which is one of the most like memorable characters in the book mm-hmm. and probably the most memorable character from this movie as well, um, which is just this big like jelly bean ass looking like, fa- <laughs> like almost faceless, figureless, stringy haired, aggressive woman, cuddler, super like, big <laughs> smile, just squeeze who her. just absorbs chalk into she, her. She looks like... Um, if you go to like the original animated Alice in Wonderland, she mm. looks like a naked version of like Tweedledum or Tweedledee. <laughs> yeah, the face. And the, yeah. yeah, you're right. And the shape, too. Yeah. Ultimately, they go back and find some stuff out from her medical records that basically is like her brother who ran the asylum. They put her in, tortured her into taking responsibility for the fact that Sarah Be- the Bellows family's plant that gave them all you know where they yeah, made their okay. money That's was, right, was putting like mercury or arsenic or some shit poisoning in, the water it was poisoning the water and kids were dying but they eventually got the story that you no know, sarah bellows was like whispering stories through the wall to them and killing them somehow mm-hmm. um so yeah they eventually had made sarah kind of take take the blame for for being responsible for the kid's death um basically the brother like was giving her like elect like he was revolver ocelot he was giving her electroshock, like uh, <sighs> a fucking um, torture yeah. therapy, quote unquote, to get her to um, to uh, admit to poisoning these kids. Um, so the me Tai Toady Walker thing um, was a really great story. And that's the one that scared the shit out of me because it was a great jump stare story about. Um, and it was actually an old, I think, like folk story from like Appalachia, from like Kentucky, Tennessee. Sounds like it. Um, yeah. About a head coming down the chimney Mm. and like screaming and like there's a dog dies it's like a whole thing all this scary stuff for a kid right um scared the living shit out of me they combine that story with the jangly man story right to make because they were just trying to i think shoehorn those two stories in there a little bit for anybody who was a a fan of the books it would have been weird for those two to not be in there yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's weird for them to not be in there but also like the way it just collapses into kind of a, a chase store like a chase scene they made the whole yeah. story a little good bit intro big. like for the for the jangly man yeah come down the chimney kill the dog yeah and then they kill don't the racist cop kill the racist cop <laughs> but the whole like chase out with the car and all that oh, yeah. was a little much but they, like i said they were really doing a whole like it was it was like if a little bit of a stephen king meets like the goosebumps movies yeah that's, <laughs> that's how i felt that's kind of what it felt like yep. to me yeah. too but um again they had to have some action and sus- a lot of a suspense and stuff like that ultimately uh stella um relives the whole ordeal that sarah had with her family um stella confronts uh, uh sarah about what she's done basically says like yes you were fucked over but now you've become the monster and uh quit it 
And then also, <laughs> knock, um, it off. knock it off. And then she also like <laughs> promises to tell her story, basically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Sarah gives her this fountain pen, and she like writes it down in her own blood. And then uh, Sarah, you know, decides to you know call off the monsters and shit. So I think this is the first time in which speaking truth to power actually worked. <laughs> it really did. She was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Well, in the dangle. Actually, it's it's, it's me now. speaking to Stop a certain it. audience yeah. who needs that Mr. Rogers-esque treatment. Uh-huh. Right. You know? And, and the, there, there's actually a pretty good thing because like Sarah, she's like fucking dangle ghost and she's just sitting there and she's like, just having a think. And you're like, this ghost. Yeah. And she kind of comes to the realization, which is a thing that never happens to ghosts in movies. No. Right. She like no, kind of comes to the realization that like, I've been just like blinded by rage for the last hundred years. And Stella like, is her therapist. I'm going to like, okay, I'll chill. If yeah. you tell people what happened. And she does. She publishes in like the local paper and like some people believe it. Some people don't. I think it's kind of what she says. Yeah. And then the the ending I was a little confused about because then like it felt a little like. Well, Ramon's now going off to war. Yeah, that's and it was kind of like. <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of like rah, rah, Ramon, you did the right thing. And I get it like that. It was the law. If you got drafted, you had to go and all that but- stuff. But like. <laughs> It's more complex than that, especially especially in hindsight and and especially when they were like really demonizing like Nixon and all this stuff. The whole movie, it seemed like a weird thing to then. But it was a personal decision because he wanted to go, but he was like he actually did seem to have the desire to go. But he was scared. Totally changed it. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. That was a little complex. I like that it was ambiguous. I like that it was complex. If it was super clean cut, it would have been fucking boring. I mean, I guess if you um, meet a ghost and all these stories and all these things that are trying to kill everyone around you, maybe war's not that bad. bad Perspective is everything. (laughs) Right. Good point. Good point. (laughs) Ramon fell in a spike pit. Five seconds after he got off the bus, he stepped into a punji pit. Um, (laughs) I had that crazy crab man following me for a day and a half. And then Ramon got uh, herpes and, you know, and and then we shot five seconds later. Um, He did not come back. Yeah. As she requested. It was weird. It was like, so it definitely had some like this losers club standby me ish vibes to it. A little bit. uh, Which which was fine. I liked it. All right. couple of questions that I had that I thought would be interesting with my last minister. Ramon and Stella at one point suggested that they kind of had this like psychic link or was was I imagining that? Was it just coincidence? I think you imagine that because I didn't pick that up mm. ever. Well, you know, like when when it was at the climactic point and Ramon's about to be fucking killed by the jangly man and Stella is talking to Sarah. I think that I think that's just a byproduct of the house being yeah. haunted. Because uh, they, they were read. existing in the same to. spot were, in the but house. Then Ramon goes like it was almost like a Max Payne freeze slow motion. And he's she says something. I don't remember. He's like, tell him, Sarah. And then Sarah's like, I, I still think it was thing. the house. She and then, was, it's almost as if she was like in a, uh, not another dimension of the house, because that's clearly what we kind of experienced. Mm-hmm. But something like that. They were in the same space at the same time, but were able to connect. Yeah. I think because of the spirituality of the house. And I think that's yeah. the only way it fucking worked. Yeah. yeah. But it's, a, it's the same way that Sarah was able, I think, to communicate with people. And like, you know how people are hearing the stories. Yeah. I think it was that same concept coming true. Mm, in this that's way. probably more fair. I just like there was, it was something about that, that that was weird for me. I wanted to 
get what you guys thought about it. This was my second time watching the movie, and I did not remember that the first time. Um, and then mixed feelings for me about they they very intentionally left it open for a sequel at the end. Sure. Um, which is like, I get it. Anything I mean, like this, you're gonna, there were more books, there's more yeah, stories, why there's not? There's so much more you could do. I mean, um, but the fact that like the sister was still like she was back in the game. She was, even though it's oh, uh, spiders and exploded yeah. out of her yeah. face. I could have done without that. It was weird that she left with Stella and her dad instead of staying with her family. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> they were fine. No, but they all well, understand. Her, well, so it, it leaves it up to like they're Chuck's going dead. after like something like a bigger Chuck got story here. By yeah. Humpty Dumpty. Chuck. Right. <laughs> But like I do, so that was the other thing I liked. Sat on his face. It I do was, love how kids disappeared. Well, I do love that. Like they were like, no, we'll just kill some of the main yeah. kids. I thought they were going to yeah. come back. Yeah. Nope. Didn't come back. Dead. Um, which I like. Love it. I yeah. thought it was cool that they were like, no, shit happens. Well, you if you're absorbed. under eighteen, you you're not you you don't. It's fine if you just disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy's dead, and that's fine. Tommy's dead. He got spiked, and then he turned into Harold. And then racist um, cop is dead for sure. There's, he's no coming back. Oh yeah. Fuck him. They, Tore his head apart. Yeah, yeah. But then they're like, maybe we can bring back these nerds. Who knows? <laughs> Might be. Well, and that ah. was kind of the whole thing is like, we're going to find a way yeah. to bring him back. They didn't find a way. No, they didn't find um, a way. I mean, I feel like. He's goo. <laughs> with goo. this <laughs> film, I think some of my takeaways just got through it. The whole thing is obviously besides the childhood connection I think most of us had here with it was that like the way they presented the film, it was like touching on how when I watch Riverdale. Mm. It has that same sort of vibe where, you know, certain tropes that you're just like trying to hit on to like attract a younger audience. This isn't a hardcore S- right. horror nerd movie. Right. Yeah. So I feel like it's a great film for not only us nostalgically just to watch and be like, oh, I remember this, but yeah. also to attract a younger crowd who doesn't want all the horror. But this might be a good intro. Yeah. To and, that I, for and, them. and I didn't watch this nostalgically at all because I don't know any of those stories that you mm. guys are talking about. None. Yeah. But and I how appreciate old are you? it. Thirty nine. You're Yeah. Yeah. And I, I never like but I appreciate it way more now. Did you knowing not go the, to the like, backstory. Uh, like uh, like book fairs. Yeah. Did you have you were too you busy getting Lambo school? posters? Uh, Lambo poster. I just like you I did some. I, I dabbled in Goosebumps books, but mm-hmm. that was that was See, it. I, Most surprising. I, I think I was mostly reading like Slam magazines at that oh, point. Yeah, yeah. I was going to be in the NBA, guys. Mm-hmm. That was my Same. I was like, uh, I was like, oh, Grant Hill is definitely the next Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. But then the knee. Uh, anyway. uh, yeah. So nice. so yeah. The interesting thing. I mean, it's just you know. Who knows? Yeah, that, it was the, a cool angle. That book, that book fair might not have had it, or it got sold out for you. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, Never knew this. Like I, said, I probably wouldn't have known. I was a huge Goosebumps fan, but this because it came out in '81 originally. Like it was a little bit before my time, and the reason I was introduced to it was because, uh, like I said, my older cousins, they had it. So yeah, yeah. it was nowhere as big as Goosebumps. Not even close. No, like, no, it never it was got not as big the cultural as phenomenon that Goosebumps yeah. was at all. Yeah, I think I think it's partially because it was too. Maybe a little too scary, um, especially because of the illustrations and everything, but also because the stories were just like the those short little ghost campfire stories. Yeah. Like, whereas R.L. Stein was pumping out a new one for every book fair. Yeah. Like, you knew there was a new title yep. almost he every time. He was like, oh, he was talking to Scholastic on when's the next book fair book <laughs> yeah. due? I'm going to get five books yeah. between now and then. Yeah. How many? How much time do I got? <laughs> well, and, and the other thing about this one, and this is kind of why it became so popular, the book, is it was controversial 
Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of parents that were like, this is too scary. What the fuck are you selling this in, in book fairs and then mm-hmm. you libraries? Because it's too scary. Especially yeah. the images. If you haven't seen the imagery, if you type in like, you know, scary stories to tell in the dark book, don't look at the most recent ones that look like they're based on the movie because they, they re-released them for the movie. Look at the original ones. They're pretty fucking creepy. They're gross. Mm. They're yeah. like almost kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. they look Tosca like a it. horror-esque, like almost Ralph Steadman-ish. Like they're like- A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's mm. just, yeah. it's real black. A lot of black uh, and white with yeah. like little daubs Red. of color here yeah. and there. Yeah. yeah. So one thing about this, I know we're giving some leniency on PG-13. Mm-hmm. One thing that's unacceptable, though, <laughs> is when your mm-hmm. lead star is smiling in every scene when she shouldn't be. <laughs> okay. She's squinting. She that's has big fair. glasses. She was trying to keep them up. No. She looked like the one cute nerd uh, chipmunk from Chippendale. She's literally Honestly, smiling at times that she shouldn't. You know Girl Simon from Chippendale. I know Girl you Simon know she's from super that's sexy. Alvin in the Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when she always had to kind of squint to keep her giant glasses up. Yeah, she's not wincing with Stella. Yeah, she's not wincing. She's smiling inappropriately at a lot of news that she shouldn't be smiling. It's true. Her (laughs) friends are gone. Maybe she feels really awkward. I don't know why I'm defending you right now, but (laughs) it was a bold. It was a bold acting decision. A bold acting decision to be uh, just unaffected by everybody else's peril except her own. (laughs) Well. We all have different coping mechanisms. Maybe, maybe Guillermo del Toro like said something really nice to her. Mm. Yeah, there are there are there are just some also some things in it that just like it feels like they purposely made it less scary at times, like especially the Mitai Dodie Walker. A lot of his Spider-Man jump arounds and things like that is just like just like silly stuff. Yeah. Like you didn't need to make it, it that way. Could have been him stalking creepily in the you know. In the dark, kind of turkey jerky stuff. Yeah. But they turned him into like a, he felt a little super villainy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, they had to keep it PG-13, unfortunately. You can keep it PG-13 without making it silly. Now it's tough. (laughs) I mean, like the days of Poltergeist being PG-13 are in the fucking past. Like that, that would be a a hard R now, you know? Probably. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This is definitely not for horror fans, which makes it difficult to talk about with horror fans yeah. but like i remember being really excited about this because this project was um it was hinted at and it was like kind of in the in the media for like years before it actually happened mm-hmm. and then when he finally said it was going to happen i was like oh hot shit this is awesome like, i was really excited and i remember like as i saw it was a little bit bigger um bigger budget bigger priority. I was like eh, maybe this is going to be not as great as I thought it was going to. But I remember being like as somebody who was a fan of the original books and is a horror fan going like, I think they did a lot of justice and they kept it pretty damn close mm-hmm. to the stories with the exception of combining a couple stories, taking a couple liberties. But they were they were true to the stories. Yeah. But I, I, like the only thing that I'll give it and like all the things we're talking about are like are totally valid. And so I'm not going to discredit that. But like I still look at it for what it is. And like, I feel like, I don't know. Did you watch, would you watch this with your kids? You know what I mean? Like imagine. Not yet. They're not big enough, but yeah, they're not old enough, but, um, but eventually. Sure. Yeah, sure. I'm just like saying like, this could be an early introduction. A 12, to, 13 year old yeah. kid. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that that's what it's made for. Um, it's not made for us, even though we would watch it and like, yeah, find There's little a, nuggets. But. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great for kids, but like for adults, it's just like, you wind up the, the that first exposition dump 
when they're the two guys are in the back of Ramon's car mm-hmm. and they just automatically spill everything about Stella. Yeah. There's right. like Stella's mom <laughs> ran away and then Stella's upset about that. So she carries that but along with her Two guys. The guy who played Chuck they and were pretty Augie, cool. they were good. They're yeah. not. Yeah, they're not bad. I'm just saying like yeah. some of the writing is it's writing for babies because it spell yeah. it spells everything out for totally. them. So like judge that as you will. Um, one other thing I, it's not I'm not making a criticism. I just think it's interesting. Is that like this film? It, it it is like a Halloween film because you start with trick or treating and everything. Yeah, but this is this this is the only one of the group that is more after Halloween. The climax happens on November first. Yeah, yeah, November first, November second. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. everything happens. Everything like the inciting incident is on Halloween, but everything happens after. Whereas like Hellions and Funhouse Massacre are on Halloween and then mine is leading up to Halloween. Yep. So you're right. Yeah, it's kind of weird in that way. Basically, Ben, what they're saying is you and I already have the most Halloween movies before even talking about it. Pumpkin count? How many pumpkins were in your movie, Ooh, Brian? We should have done a pumpkin count. <laughs> oh. I, well, I kind of, uh, they're not as much as my movie. <sighs> I mean, yeah, you probably had. I have fucking fields of pumpkin. My town is revolved around pumpkins. That's yeah. the only reason why we did this movie. I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely don't win pumpkin count. No, you but don't. You, you don't go win to pump- zero out of five count. for horses. Just letting you know. <laughs> Um, you probably, I would say, I, I didn't pay attention, but maybe at least three out of five for pumpkins, maybe two. two. Maybe two, I'll be honest. Um, there's a farm there. I guess there. two pumpkins. I'm going to assume that there's a horse. <laughs> I saw like a horse barn in the back. I got to assume there's some horses in there. <laughs> so I don't get zero horse score, but. I think I think it's like a 0. .5 because there, there is a barn, which is an implication of a horse. <laughs> implication of horses. <laughs> yeah. And then like. I would Mine say, implies. Yeah. Yeah, I guess and then you'd have to check to see if, like, maybe somebody was dressed up as a unicorn or something to maybe. Um, yeah, I am a big fan of equestrian implications. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I know that's what it, you know that, what that same, was. Same <laughs> yeah, the implication. Of course, you get it. The, the implication. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. It's the implication. No, no, oh no. God. We're not making. We're, the, we're not making them not. ride the horses. <laughs> it's the implication. We're both um we're all quoting it's always yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're all on the same page, page yeah. Okay, <laughs> but we're just trying right. to make it about horses and not horses. <laughs> yeah, I like, it. I like that. I like the switch. Okay, so that is scary stories telling the dark, guys. So up next, <laughs> Benjamin. It's my turn. We are. Let's tell us about twenty uh, fifteens. Is right? that the year of our Lord as well? Uh, um, all years, the year of our Lord. Good. Um, is it because it's Canadian? <laughs> oh, um, so it might be like the year of the moose up there. The year I forget how their calendar the, goes. Uh, I think is that it's a woodchuck. I think it's the year of the year of the wood. Well, last time I went mm-hmm. to a Canadian restaurant, I looked on the placemat, and I think 2015 was the year of the woodchuck. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, but we're going to talk about <laughs> hell. We're going to talk about it's a woodchuck up in these. Yeah, parts. they call them woodchucks up here. We got groundhog down here. Um, Go we're whistle pig. About, <laughs> oh, dang old whistle pig. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about Hellions. Hellions. From 2015. All right. So, yeah. Hell like, yeah. This is, this is me. <laughs> Hellions. <laughs> Meg said it, and it was fine. But the look on her face, I that was it was mad genuinely I, I'm clever. Mad I, I'm mad that I said it. <laughs> I take it back. Everything back. <laughs> I have uh, googly eyes on my finger now, so this makes up for it. This is who's going to be talking from now on. Separate intrusive thoughts. I think that's what it is for, actually. Meg called in her socko. (laughs) 
All right. So <laughs> Hellions. And I guess it, there was a part of my brain in the very beginning, which it, it's going to lead me to a joke eventually. But I had a, I had a hard time um, trying to figure out how to spell Hellions because I didn't know, like, which what, what they were referring to. Were they referring to mischievous kids? Were they mm. referring to people from hell? I don't know. But which brought me to this point. Imagine this spinoff. Uh-huh. I'm going to TM this right now. Oh, God. Hell Tim, Tim, Tim. Yins. Y-I-N-Z. It's a bunch of fucking like kids from the 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 eagle's nest giant eagle yeah yeah right mm. they, they're mm. fucking zombies they get up and they just torment i don't know the all e- the kids who died in the eagle's nest yes <laughs> all the all the kids who they look one time at a giant eagle some shit happened there, like, yeah yeah eagle's yeah. nest a fire yeah it goes like this <laughs> they, they always had somebody who was working the desk right at the <laughs> at the Eagle's Nest. Well, by the way, the Eagle's Nest, guys, for such a hyper-specific yeah. reference. Right. Oh, sorry. sorry. Hyper-specific for something Let's that doesn't explain. even exist anymore. Because yeah. yeah. even I had to Google to make sure it was the a thing that I just wasn't yeah. making was up. Giant Eagle, a local grocery store chain, used to have a place where you could leave your kid, like a little daycare, mm-hmm. so you could leave oh, your kid really with am. like a, you know, oh, somebody God. on methadone, yeah. <laughs> and they were... Uh, uh, they would just watch you yeah, while, they, while you they played just had Super like Nintendo. One PlayStation with Crash Bandicoot two and yep. like forty twelve year olds stomping on it. Yeah, <laughs> so they had that. It's kind of like IKEA had the same thing for a minute too. I don't know if they still had it, but like they IKEA had a play place as well mm-hmm. that like you could just leave kids at. So like this was nineties where you just trusted your kids to strangers, right? Far more often, like teen, like literally teenagers. Right? Yeah, yeah. But this is how the movie Hellions goes. Yeah. Back in 1995, (laughs) a group of kids were being babysat in the eagle's nest Mm -hmm. when a terrible, scary, crazy person all gave them a bunch of bad batches of turners and they all died. (laughs) But now they're back for revenge. (laughs) And and also freak on a leash is playing the whole time. Yes. Um, Yeah. All right, so that yeah, that's my spinoff of of Hellions. Hell, I, th- yes. I think I think if there's great. a local chapter of like the Satanic Temple, though they should have shirts that say Hell Dash Yins. Mm. Yeah, yeah totally, totally, perfect. Also, we should pitch that the premium, Steve. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I got him. <laughs> We've Is got that your his next name movie idea. Premium, mm. Steve. That's yeah, just how people Steve. know. Yeah. <laughs> He's on less episodes, so he's premium. <laughs> yeah, this is the Steve you get all the time. So yeah, so that I got that. But also, before we get into this, you you guys in the last episode, you talked so much about how the wheel treated everyone so good. Like that was the wheel did really did us well. I mean, really, what? we didn't know. Come on, I mean, I had never seen this movie. This Neither was I. this was. I didn't hate this movie, oh, and I it mean, doesn't sound like you're defending your movie. You're supposed to defend your movie. <laughs> right, I'm I didn't sorry. hate this movie. I'm sorry, you guys were. I'm, I got lucky here. This was yeah. special. <laughs> I mean, if you, I feel like the th- they did a great job <laughs> making pregnancy a terrifying experience for everyone. Please. And they yeah. made a coming, movie. Coming from someone <laughs> yeah. who just got a vasectomy this summer, vasectomy uh, summer, okay. I can attest. I mean, you're in your vasectomy era now. Yeah. <laughs> big, big snip summer. A big snip summer. Big snip summer. Big snip summer. 
Let's shooting zero go. loads all over the place. Sorry. I don't think you I don't, I don't you think you got one. You don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> if you're shooting zero loads, you did it wrong. No, you should go no. back. No, 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 no. Okay. Zero loads. Zero zero semen count loads. Zero guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just yeah. like you're poof, shooting, you're shooting zero guys. Yeah. I yeah. still got loads. I've still got loads. If it's loads. If it's just dust, you gotta go back to the Oh my god, what's happening? I'm shooting zero <laughs> loads and my balls are 40 pounds, you guys. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I just got scared for you for a second. Uh, ooh, okay. Okay. Aliens. This movie may make you want to get this in. Yes. If you don't, yes, it did. Already yeah, if you, if, you, if you watch it deep enough and really pay attention, yeah, it will. Um, all right. So Hellions is... Um, so it opens up with our girl, Dora. She's going to be the main character. She is your stereotypical goth kind of 17, 18 year old girl. She's hanging out with her boyfriend on a tree, smoking weed. She just wants to have fun. She's just, just canoodling in a ditch. The most uncomfortable spot. Super gay boyfriend. Was <laughs> yeah. he not the gayest kid ever? Yeah. Canoodling with your gay boyfriend yeah. getting high in a ditch. Hell yeah. yeah. That's the most goth girl thing to do. Yeah. So she's canoodling <laughs> in a ditch against a tree. She gets called from her doctor. Doctor, all right, well, I need to pick up a prescription or something. Shit. She goes to the doctor. Doctor, who's having a Halloween party, has elf ears on mm-hmm. and says, hey, hey, you're pregnant. Sorry. I hate to break this to you. I got elf ears. <laughs> this is but- not I like how for news. this movie, though, the way he talked about it is if she would probably understand. He's like, your HG levels were high. I was just like, I had to Google that. I As that a means. woman, I was like. <laughs> Oh, oh I, okay. That's what they look for when you're pretty. I, mean, I, I have no fucking idea what HG level is. Uh, that's what they say. Steve mentioned like, about my fanny pack. Pregnant. I know what HCG levels are. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. That was a silly thing for me. To, like, I was like, why don't you just say? Yeah. I think it's also, a, with child. Why was the doctor like look like somebody you buy weed off of in the high school parking lot. Yeah. Cause that's was, what that it's a small town oh, in Canada. He is so young and so high. <laughs> It was just a weird choice. He never for a took his ears off to tell the seventeen-year-old. I'm pretty sure this she's having movie a baby. Is mm-hmm. so as an acid trip. This uh, movie is just an acid trip. Yes, that's exactly what national socialized healthcare gets you. <laughs> it gets you a doctor with Spock ears, and he's high all the time. The water makes the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> the president wears black face. What did Alex show up? I don't know. Just whatever. <laughs> just, we both yeah. just went in. Just Alex is always just in the back. That's right. my intrusive thought. Is just Alex Jones. People <laughs> smell like sulfur. <laughs> Put chemicals on the pumpkins and made them explode. <laughs> the pumpkins are that's they make the pumpkins. All right, gay. Dora is pregnant. Okay, we know that now. She's we having do. a hard time with it. <laughs> but she can't You're believe right it only us. takes once. Doesn't make any sense to her. Yeah. Okay, so she goes home. She's real upset. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying to figure out what she's going to tell her boyfriend. He's clearly the father. She doesn't tell her mom. Um. But her mom knows she's upset. So her mom's she's a bitch. Her mom is a bitch, but kind of a hip bitch. I mean, she was it, she she dressed up. This is this also takes place Halloween night. I mean, they are her mom is in a great Halloween costume. She's got like some some full face makeup on. She is committed. She's got a little brother named 
Remy? Yeah, she kind of yeah, like tries to be Remy? cool. She's like, first, like, don't be a slut. Go have fun with your friends. Yeah. Also that. Right. Slut shaming. Yeah. There's the, this whole movie is a slut shame. What yeah. year was this movie? Ooh. 2015. Yeah. It takes place. I don't know. Was Probably it also 2015. You think so? Okay, for some Which reason, is like 2010 America. <laughs> yeah. Well, just for some reason, the moms. It just made it feel like it was more like I don't know in the nine early 90s or something. Sure, but yeah. It wasn't because of what she was wearing and they have cell phones and all that shit. Yeah, but, it just yeah. it just feels that way just because Canada, Canada. I guess it's rural Canada. Canada yeah. be Canadaing. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I, I yeah I, okay all right. I never envisioned that it was actually being filmed in Canada. Oh, yeah. That changes yeah. all of your notes. It really does. You should have used I'm just going to throw away this notebook. You should have used the it was, it, it was the first thing I, I noticed is the credit, the opening credits say Telephone Canada. I was like, uh-oh. Explains a lot. It got some like, public grants and shit. And right. Like, yeah. 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 We're already adding 10 minutes to... Uh, I know. I know. Okay. Yep. Let me talk. Um. So, sad about pregnancy. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Um. Doesn't want to go out for Halloween anymore. Her mom says, you know what, girl, you know, you're only young once. Go out there and you have some fun. She's like, all right, ma, I'm going to do it. This baby ain't nothing. I'm I'll, 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 I'll drink this baby I'll, right out of me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll figure this stuff out. <laughs> all right. So she's hanging out at home. She's waiting for her boyfriend. Her boyfriend's name is Jace. That was the guy that she was hanging I out in the ditch bad. with Honey earlier. And pickles. I fucking love it. I mean, it looked delicious. And salt. Honey, it, salt, and pickles. I mean, it looked delicious. I do that, but with peanut butter. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Pickle, I'll just put a pickle right in the peanut That's butter gross. jar. All right. So at, at this moment, while she waits for Jace to pick her up, this is where these hellions show up. The titular hellions. Yeah. Um, I really loved the the costumes of these little kids. These were creepy as shit. We had some of one, them were really cool. Some of them were wish.com Sam from trick or treat. Yeah. Uh, Which the, one first, the first one is wish.com Sam. Cause he literally has a fucking sack on yeah. his head. Mm-hmm. Like okay. Buckethead. Buckethead. Bucket sick. Yeah. I love Buckethead. Did you get a good look at like squished Oscar the Grouch? No. Yeah. If you look close enough, it was like a, like a, like if you took Oscar the Grouch mm-hmm. and made his head into the shape of a praying mantis, put his eyes out here <laughs> and that was it it was it was is that was, the one that gets hit with the salt yeah i think so okay is it i, I when you said oscar to grouch i was like i don't remember a trash can kid <laughs> yeah but but it was yeah. just a furry yeah yeah but now googly yeah, yeah. Eyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah the one that gets hit, the one with the dress on that gets hit with the salt yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah 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 that was, was good, good one. too yeah yeah Buckethead, I fell in love with Buckethead immediately. Buckethead rules. Mm-hmm. He should have been the star. You yeah. guys, in the in in the last episode, you talked about cloudy eyes that you really like. Mm-hmm. Cloudy eyes, love a milky eye. I'm I'm really into grimy fingers. Ooh, okay. and that yeah. scarecrow okay. had the grimiest freaking. Like, oh yeah, that kid's been digging his ass all day. <laughs> <laughs> those nails were sharp. That those hands were like, ooh, they were just grill. Oh, yeah, man. he's been sticking his hands in like a half melted thing of like Sour oh, Patch Kids. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. Then digging in the fucking dirt, then yeah. trying to shoe, then wiping uh, snot on his. They uh, look like if I if I'm deer, uh, I got a deer, mm-hmm. and sure. I, I haven't cut my nails in a while. Mm-hmm. That's what those hands look like. Uh, I mean, they I were. Mean, it was it was good. I really like. <laughs> I really like a grimy finger. You guys can see there's a lot of genuine. Um, uh, hand uh, gestures like he like a lot of joy. pleasure yeah yeah he's just a lot of uh-huh. pleasure in uh-huh. man's face uh-huh. right now uh-huh. <laughs> all right so we got we got the hellions they're on scene now we really don't know what the hellions 
they 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 clearly at this point want her baby. We don't know why. They're, they're presenting themselves as trick-or-treaters and eventually they they come to her door and what really turns the tables now is that we they, they know that she's because eventually or at the, in the first place they she just gives them candy and tells yeah, them to they're go like, away hey what's up we don't, and she's like get out of here i don't have candy you fuckers no no yeah. um and then eventually the jace's head is in the in the sack mm-hmm. and that's when well, she they know. put the hand on her stomach and is like mama yeah. and touch and they that's put like a it. bloody handprint on her dress yeah and she's got an angel dress which is symbolic it's a, clearly the inspiration I mean, for terrifier 2 <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. i tie everything to terrifier 2 oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> i never thought of that yeah so she's got the 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 bloody handprint jace's head in a sack she knows stuff is uh is is turning and this is also the point where her her pregnancy starts to accelerate so she is she is clearly getting bigger and this baby is growing way faster than it should so gestation period going to about 12 hours at this yeah, point. yeah zero to 50 and i think uh, that's where like even throughout this movie that it became like what's in her head as is like this acid trip fever dream yes, kind of thing versus right she you get a very is, unreliable narrator thing yeah, happening now like what is then just oh is this a demonic thing the happening? first 15 minutes of this movie made a lot of sense and then after that it's Nothing. just really fucking confusing totally. dora if there's one thing we know about dora she likes to explore things <laughs> and in this instance, she's Dora. exploring. Oh, it's not. Can, it, oh, oh, it's sorry. Canadian Dora. Uh, this yeah. is north of the border, Dora. <laughs> yeah, north. Nora. North, oh north. Uh, but she's she's out there just she's exploring the depths of her psyche. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there is a lot of like you don't know whether she thought that or it actually happened or she dreamed it or the, she was the, conscious or she was unconscious. Because the or, movie actively changes color at this moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it 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 turns right. into like this weird purple it's orange like a sepia, sepia thing. thing. Yeah. Thing. yeah. So. And this is, yeah. Like I mentioned, ca- Canadian filmmaking made me go, "Uh oh!" When I said when I first saw that, because Canada has this weird thing of always just doing one or two things wrong without a care in the world. <laughs> like they're just like, "Yeah, no, it's great. This is great." The first one was when she's in the bathroom and she's just like having a meltdown, and then she's just whispering to herself, "I'm seventeen. I'm seventeen. <laughs> I'm like, That's stupid. Come on, you guys, you should know better." Yeah. The next one is when they decide to shoot day for night, but it's day for pink. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't. So that, was I w- the, that was a big problem. I wanted to get your thoughts on that because it is. It, it was definitely like some sort of camera lighting trick thing. Yeah. And they were trying to make it a dream state type. A of dream thing. state, or she gets thrown into another dimension. That's what I'm saying. Which what? I there's like a certain part of me that I'm, I'm like I'm mildly okay with it in a sense of like. The the only thing where it doesn't come full circle is that we open up in the scene in the hospital and then we come to this and so like in my mind oh yeah when I, I was when I was like watching that I'm like oh she's just psychosis mm-hmm. so this is like a complete other dimension is in it her a dream brain. in a dream in a dream yeah. or is this actually happening you don't know and then, Which, but, but they they didn't do a good justice to like pull that narrative together because when she's in the hospital there's still other things but it what like she bas- it like basically the ending. The beginning was the end. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. They do that whole, yeah. Beginning the end thing uh, with the final scene. And then you see it play out a little bit more. Sorry, Ben. It worked a no. little bit for me in that it made it seem okay that she was so bad. When, when shit really started hitting the fan, pretty much from the second the boyfriend's head was in the candy beyond. Movie turns to it goes bonkers. Crazy. 
And her reactions seem very inappropriate for the situation. Yeah. And I'm like, but if she's in a dream world, then it becomes yeah. a little bit more It's acceptable. the same reason why, like, if bringing in, like, you know, a Friday the 13th narrative, of, like, I can make so many excuses when I know that there is, like, a psychosis or something that's more spiritual, like, mm-hmm. in, in involved. This isn't really happening, or maybe right. it is. But, right. Yeah. And like you're like, OK, that's fine because of this, which is obviously my problem with Halloween, where I'm like, no, we know this guy's like alive. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, he's mortal. So it's so, hard. To believe. Yeah. So I, I'll make more like exceptions. For yeah. It, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. For me, I just took it that she was flung into a different dimension where like and maybe like it's the dimensional bubble that surrounds her house that the, the hellions have put up. It's like is she still you're trapped like, now until we get your baby. And Mama, can can she still die in this dimension? In your, in, right. In, in but, your, and that's the thing yeah. is I feel like here uh, you know, guys want to hear actually a funny association I made though yeah. during this whole like fever dream part. Funnier than my Dora Explorer thing. Yes, definitely <laughs> way funnier. So um once we started hearing how, all but... the kids running around like screaming at her basically and that screech, I immediately thought about the Rick and Morty episode Total Rickall, where it's the parasites that basically insert memories and are like they're always positive memories into everyone oh, okay yeah, and then yeah. when they die they have that screeching noise was the exact same screeching noise Dan Harmon kids are- wrote this did you really <laughs> <laughs> Dan yeah. Harmon's a I secret Canadian like, oh this is just like yeah I that was my association I just immediately thought about that it was perfect. yeah the sounds they made I wanted it to be more fraggleish yeah, I'll be honest been, with you. When yeah. the little, there are like, I wanted to be like, yeah, it, it been, wasn't enough. No, that. just screech, just shrieking, just screech. Because then eventually they get that she happens to toss some salt on them just by chance. Yeah, and uh, that so makes them now it's signs. Yep. Yeah. Now it's signs. <laughs> fucking slugs. But except for salt water. Um, but also let's but, not. For- but did she also? So sorry, I we're I know we're we're dragging you along here, but. At one point, she was drinking something that Kate was watching this with me, and we both were like, oh, you shouldn't be drinking that when you're pregnant. I thought she was drinking oh, cough syrup. Huh. Did you guys catch that? No. I, no, no, I missed it. So the whole so we were under the assumption at this point you're, that she was robo tripping. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I honestly got like they, she was drinking something out of a bottle that looked like a medicine bottle. <laughs> and we were like, and Kate was like, why is she drinking? Is she trying to like. Why this she- is what universal healthcare gets you guys. <laughs> you get you can just robo trip whenever you want. Yeah. Reptilian, especially when your you're pregnant. This is how they do abortions, actually, in Canada. Gay. This, is, this is how she threw herself into another dimension. Yeah. She was just robo tripping oh, the entire time. That's what we literally were like. Is are, are we meant to believe she's? Oh yeah. At, at, at the end of the movie, they 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 say that this is the baby you never wanted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's maybe that's why it's day for pink because it's like if you you know if you spread Robitussin out, it would mm. give you like a you pink delete. sheen. <laughs> like but they use Robitussin <laughs> on the light slip cover. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Whoa. Tussin. Don't you guys? Don't you guys. <laughs> It's all one long robo trip. This yeah. movie makes a lot more sense. Than <gasps> that. Oh yeah, you say it's a robo trip. Done. Makes total sense. I also at one point was was anybody else crazy when the I'm sure we're about to get there not to jump ahead too much, but when the doctor shows up after shit like mm-hmm. pretty much right now shit hit yeah. the fan. The doctor shows up. Yeah, at you're house. right. Yeah, 
Because she thought she was having like birth complications. Right. So her doctor with the the guy that had the elf ears previously, mm-hmm. he came up to the house. He shows up. He gets attacked by the by by the Sahelians right. outside. Mm-hmm. Did anybody think that he was going to we were going to learn that the doctor was the father? Oh. <sighs> No, no, maybe uh, just me. Yeah. Okay, fine. I think you're just hoping for something. I don't <laughs> know. I like, but didn't we straws. kind of learn that the the dad was possibly some like not her boyfriend though? I feel like I got this hint that it was like mm. maybe the sheriff. T one thousand. Maybe. I thought I caught. I thought I. That makes a lot of sense. If you got pregnant by a T one thousand, but also that makes sense <laughs> to the scene where he comes back and he's like baby like you know what right. I mean? that's yeah. his baby that he lost because his wife got murdered for the same reason yeah, okay. yeah. The, this the thing that is happening to dora happened to his wife mm. that's but yeah i also do like that Remember when same you first blood meet t1000 uh which is robert patrick who plays the local you know bumfuck cop he uh who also played t1000 <laughs> t2 <laughs> that's why i'm saying those things um he Pretty much when you first meet him, <laughs> I'm like, hey, how's how's how we treat you? And he's like, I'm going to shoot a child someday. I literally wrote, quote, someday I will shoot a child. <laughs> T- he's 1, coming in shotgun blazing, man. He don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. No, I didn't get that he was the father. I, 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 I he was the, uh, the cosh. He was the, the, um, he, he knew the story because it happened to him. And she was clearly uh, uh, earlier in the movie. She was clearly preparing herself to tell Jace yeah. that, okay, hey, she's practicing the mirror. True. So she clearly uh, thought it was him. Yeah, they definitely had sex. She, she had no reason to believe it wasn't him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, she's clearly gay. Besides that, <laughs> he he was preparing in the mirror the same thing. Like you're on my beard. <laughs> yeah. Illy. I'm uh, Illy. Listen. I'm leaving for university. <laughs> And uh, this isn't gonna work anymore. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that poor guy is trying so hard to not be gay, but he's so gay. Oh, poor buddy. Just come on, guy. Yeah. Okay, so where? Oh man. Okay. So <laughs> at this doctor point, doctor shows up, he got a doctor shows up. And that was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. I'm a I'm a sucker for for staples into skin. And the oh, way that that's his like a, that's a king for you, like oh. that's a specific <laughs> thing is staples. Yeah. All right, sick, dude. I mean, I, I feel like that would hurt so bad. Oh, yeah. And that's so he never got staples before. <laughs> no, oh. his he neck numbed, wound looked pretty good. Yeah. And I think he reacted well to it. But she had to she she stapled his neck shut. And I thought it was pretty superficial. I didn't think it required that. I mean, it's yeah. not like you saw like a doctor. Now? I would probably agree. It just it looked kind of su- it looked a su- little superficial to me. Uh, maybe I'm forgetting, but it's like, did he tell her to do that? No, <laughs> she's like, no, I got a staple. They though, were like, I'd... go get something flat. He's like trying to tell her to get something. And she like shows him the t- staple gun. Like, yeah, what about <laughs> this? And he's like, you got to be kidding me, motherfucker. He does like a, he does like a Danny Glover, uh, you know, line. And then yeah. they end up doing it. <laughs> he and he sat through it. It was and, it... and then he does a whole follow up uh, appointment in the <laughs> fucking cellar. <laughs> he does. He does. Any hips. All right. Yeah. So. So doctor, he's he's stapled his neck now and he and he is he is stable at this point. And the battle between the Hellions the battle between Dora and the Hellions continue. Um, T one thousand, he comes, he shows up, 
Um, clearly he has a connection. He's, he's dealt with this in the past. It doesn't seem to help him very much. Um, he, he runs up. Well, maybe it, I mean, it, it, he, he seems to have a vendetta against these kids. He comes in extra aggressive, runs up to the attic, tries to shoot them. It, I, maybe it works. It doesn't work. He, he, he gets pulled up. The shotgun falls down. She takes that shotgun she knows previously in the night that salt is clearly very devastating to them. So I think also probably she doesn't make the connection though. She does yeah. it um, accidentally, but <laughs> yes, it's the one thing that hurts them, but she doesn't make the connection that it was the salt until, until she has, late. yeah, until she I mean, has not too late, but a like, shotgun. Yeah. And also she, it would have been way shotgun aside. It would have been way easier just as, Start Throw it. it. Handfuls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Shoot it from there. Unless you have time to go saw that barrel off that shotgun, you're going to get a much nicer pattern by just throwing it. Yeah. You get yeah. a full arc. It'll aerosolize a little bit. Right. It'll be all over. And yeah. like, because so, so what she did, she, she tried to reload shotgun shells. Yeah. And in the movie it worked, but in real that's life. That's not a thing that happened. No, that's a, not a thing. Yeah. As a student of Mr. Fuji, I would have had these kids <laughs> dead to rights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the eyes. <laughs> oh yeah. So so I would have I would have so I would have been faking, like I'd have been in the corner faking like I hurt my knee, and then when they came close, ah yeah. oh man. All I'm thinking of is like pocket sand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pocket sand, exactly. Yep. Same principle. Dale stole that from Mr. Fuji, but you know, yeah. I'll let it go. <laughs> so even at this point, even loaded with salt loaded shotgun shells, she she she's really inept. She can't seem to shoot anything. She's shooting blankets that are hanging on the clothesline. She's not, she's not waiting for kids to, 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 for the hellions to come to her. Mm -hmm. And she comes to the conclusion that the only way out of this conundrum is just to cut this baby out of her self. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. I had a note that says doom, but sucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's that's pretty much. I don't it. know what I meant by this, but at one point I wrote "reverse shining situation in the shed." Okay, what, where was there a shed? How high were you? Oh, you're at. I wasn't. Well, yeah. no, I think I well, no she wasn't. A, she was in the shed with, and the she was in the shed with, and the blood, and the blood like f- yes, filled. The blood was filling up oh, in the yeah. shed. That's why. And that's I when said the cop came. Shed, yeah. Oh shiny. yeah, but the cop. Yeah, the cop comes and saves her. Hey, are but you I mean, okay? Like, she's not outside the the shed, and then the blood pours out. She's in the shed before right. the blood pulls out. Yeah, she's that's in the shed because it, it fills up with her. It's basically her own period. Yeah, but it's not her period. But it's like she's pregnant. Yeah, like, what is it? Like, I don't know. Is she having a what super miscarriage? Kind of or? Is there? What other kind of vagina bloods is there? Um, I would imagine it means like it's something like with the pregnancy, like she yeah. had a miscarriage or something. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. A super miscarriage. But even in the Because it fills an entire shed. Is it like a weird placenta kind of metaphor? Mm. I don't fucking know. Because even at the very beginning of the movie, when she was at the doctor's office, as when her pregnancy was announced, the little pig statue just like oozed out blood. Yeah, yeah everything was good. And like, there's this whole thing the whole time. It's like, blood for baby, blood for baby yeah. yeah they keep talking about that and i think the idea is that that's just all of her blood that's going to be fed to these kids mm-hmm. um because yeah but because the harvest yeah we were as cr- is we were cracking up just over and over and over again yeah the phrase is blood for baby sherry who's t1000's <laughs> wife's name yeah and uh. and blood moon uh just over and over and over again yeah. kate and i just kept and they called her pig it. They called you, baby. You didn't want 
it was just yeah. Five for baby. And then he would go, Sherry. <laughs> and then we just get so she she's cutting this baby out of her. And I according to my notes, and best I can remember, this is all we get to see. She wakes up or we wake up at the hospital and she is going to the, the baby department at the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, baby the baby vending department. machine. Is that what, is that what yeah. they call it? Baby department. Yeah, the baby department. Yeah. This, this is after a lot of her running through a field of exploding pumpkins. Oh, the pumpkins. Yeah, there's a, there's that. There's The other thing that I thought was really weird was uh, T-1000 gets yoinked up into the attic, which was funny. Right. He's like, oh my God! But then he's just back. But Comes maybe he wasn't with, back. With maybe she was baby. imagining that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and but I mean that gag already happened before, so it's stupid that she fell for it again. Mm-hmm. Because when the T one thousand first shows up, they're walking through the house. It'd be so much better if he was the actual T one thousand. It'd be better. It would help oh him. God. It would help him more. Ugh. He could have used knife, you know, knife worms against Buckethead, Ugh. but didn't. Um. But they, they, they hear the doctor calling and they go into the living room and the doctor's there with a uh, pumpkin on his head. Yeah. But then they touch the pumpkin and it falls off and it's like, ha ha, spook him joke. Gotcha. <laughs> this movie was an hour and 20 minutes long and they had to pat it so hard to get that long. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that was just, that was, there, that was the trouble. There was another thing I immediately picked up on while I was watching and I said, there's no way this movie's director didn't come from music videos oh yeah because i just yeah you just thought at any one point like that that 10 minute fucking montage of her stabbing herself in the gut and all the things she's seeing like yeah i just thought it was gonna be like you just thought it was gonna happen at any point even even when she first gets flung into the pink dimension um there's so many just like weird close-ups and freeze frames that are happening i'm just like that's so it's, music yeah, video. You're well, really right. It does Kate and I really were, feel like music. Kate and I were thinking it was really funny. We were like, it, we thought it, we said it was akin to an ad for like a haunted house. Mm-hmm. But then we turned that into it was a club. And then we were Stefan from SNL. <laughs> and we kept going, this place has everything. <laughs> Squid babies, T-1000s, pumpkin minefields, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> So I went and I looked up who the director was and I actually forget his name at this moment, but he's like the most Canadian director to ever director. <laughs> and he, uh, his name's Bob sorry. It's it's something. Yeah. It's something real, like simple and tame like that. Yeah. But, um, he like, he definitely did get his start in music videos. So I was right about that. <laughs> nice. Then he also directed a movie from, uh, 2007 called the Tracy Fragments mm. and it stars Elliot Page. Um, mm. The entire movie is exactly like the scene where Dora is like cutting her stomach open <laughs> and like you get those weird like you know, frames of her eyes and it yeah. looks like a shattered mirror as it's just moving. Yeah. The entire movie is that. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And then surprisingly, he also directed Pontypool. Oh, oh! I remember seeing really? that, which is which is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, Pointy oh, is great. Cool. Yeah, weird. Um, yeah, this this felt like a first film, right? You know what I mean? Like where it was like I've been thinking all of these thoughts my entire way through film school, 
and I'm going to kind of get all of them on the screen. Right. Um, but it's more of a culmination because he takes everything. He takes a lot of stuff he did in the Tracy fragments and does it here. Yeah. And takes a lot of stuff from other movies that he did. He's like, yeah. this is my. Was this, yes, his, crea- was this his, yeah, was say, was this his like creative film, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, this is my piece de resistance. And then like, mm. it's, uh, why'd you shoot day for pink? That's so mm. crazy. <laughs> Was this so there's that a, was like the reveal that was it was yeah, a girl, it was a robo trip and a girl <laughs> and a squid. <laughs> the fact that it was like a essentially a dream ending, it was essentially the <gasps> yeah, because we yeah. don't know, yeah, it was mm-hmm. essentially a dream ending. You don't know what happened, what didn't happen. No. Is that the baby? That's not the baby. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that's where we started in the first place. So she we, she we, just remembers her, uh, that's how she remembers her pregnancy, yeah. I guess is a cop it, died. It, a doctor died. Was it all about pregnancy trauma, like oh. or delivery trauma? Like I, I don't one hundred percent know. This was actually a full PSA on why not to get pregnant. Well, it also abs- felt is an abstinence. That's what sure. I re- I said. Was this yeah. was this a weird abstinence thing, or was it like a weird, weirdly anti-choice pro-life thing? Mm. Like it just yeah. I, I just ha- didn't know what the message was. And I just wrote my last one was thanks. I hated it, (laughs) (laughs) which I didn't. I didn't hate it, but it was just like, thanks Halloween. I didn't know what the I didn't know what the message was. Yeah. Not that there has to be a clear message, but like, yeah, it it didn't feel like there was a message and it just felt more of like a pastiche of other stuff because like there's like it feels like a reference to Sam with the one hellion. It's also feels like a reference to Children of the Corn. With yeah. the way they're like, let's do a sacrifice for the yeah. harvest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, there's a bunch of stuff here, but like it doesn't amount to sure. something amazing. Yeah. So, and it shot day for night, which is crazy to do in 2015. That's the I thing that just drives I can't, Steve you, nuts more than anything. I'm not all. over this. It's, it's such <laughs> a weird choice to make and it's such a choice you should never make. All right, but, but before we stop talking about this, yeah. uh, pumpkin count. Oh, God. Bajillion. Big old pumpkins. Uh, bajillion. None of you fuckers can touch. Exploding pumpkins. Halloween, Doesn't even matter. You got it. And horses? Horse three. Oh, three. wow. Three horses. Three horses. Well, you basically get a four out of five then. Thank you. You're welcome. Here's a couple of questions I had that as Cana- Canadians should know better. One, um, first of all, how did she load up 20 shotgun shells? Even if you could take a shotgun shell apart, fill it with salt <laughs> empty all the box shut out put it back in and actually fire it even if you could when did she have time to do 20 of them and how many did she fit into that shotgun that 12 gauge there was like 14 rounds in it she just kept just fucking that's why i said doom but sucks yeah the 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 drain on my sink right now is Mm -hmm. stuck and i can't get that thing out there's no way she she unplugged (laughs) 20 shotgun shells Mm -hmm. and put salt in them and somehow filled them put them all into that shotgun at one effect um also we didn't talk about this scene but it was in my mind was the dumbest scene in the movie by far um when her and Dr. Neckwound. Talk about your dumbest scene. Yeah, but this is really <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Dr. Neckwound and her attack. are down in the fucking root cellar. The keys and throwing he, up. Yeah. yeah. And then he can tell confidently. First of all, you just got attacked by dang old hellions. Yeah. You got your stethoscope still. Yeah. Well, 
Okay. Well, you have to remember he's a doctor. Like, I know, there's but no, like... there's no other way to know that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Except for his doctor <laughs> coat, which his sleeves are eight inches too short, which I thought was funny. Um, but he—he's cool he, like, I got stabbed in the neck. Oh, let me check your baby. Oh, oh you're, wait, you're four months pregnant. Like, oh my yeah. god. He like, and he's so confident in his assessments. He says gourd too. Yeah. Oh my gourd. He's just so confident <laughs> in his assessments. Like, first of all. Any doctor who's st- attacked and stabbed in the neck, who's going to like sit there and go, let me do a quick. No, he's going home assi- at this point. I don't know. That's that whole scene was I was just like, what? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? He heard the baby's heartbeat. Also, that's how he knows. I'm going to judge by heartbeats. And I'm going to ask you guys this. Do you think this is on purpose or just a continuity error? Handprint on the on the on the dress. Disappeared. Disappears five seconds yeah, later. Jen, Never brings Jen, it. Jen, it just comes um, again, yeah. again, though, I go to it. Does it? It's like it's a pass because none of this is real. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a robot trip. Like, Could be, it, so. None of it. None of it. Yeah, we're robot tripping. Mm. What else have we got here, guys? Hellions is done, man. Yeah, that is it. That's the story. Take it as you will. It was weird. Um. Yeah. I wouldn't say I was mad that I watched it. I was mad that I watched it, <laughs> but. It was not good. <laughs> I couldn't I even find like all the time. I've I've, be, I've been on this podcast enough where I've I've learned to value the 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 reviews of other people just to like give me a different <laughs> way to think about stuff. Right, right. I couldn't even fucking find good reviews of this movie. Yeah, I had to go on like IMDb and just look at comments I just was to see other way. What, would you, what the was the Rotten Tomatoes on that one? Even I mean, not that I would, I'm not sure. It was had to be bad. bad, but I. I was blown away that the woman who played Nora had like she's she she's other, in a bunch stuff. of stuff. Yeah, she was terrible in this. Mm-hmm. She was bad at this. She did a bad job, and she went on and she was in the new like Degrassi and stuff. Like oh. she was in and some, she like, was in Degrassi. That's what was the name I was trying to. She was also portrayed as the boyfriend of Jace. Of the oh, boyfriend yeah. in this movie. Oh. Degrassi yeah. like, just came up on my radar recently, and now this all just makes sense. I only know it because uh, Drake was in it, but that's literally the only thing I know about it. I've never seen an episode. Yeah, I've never seen an episode either, but I know um, Jay and Silent Bob were on it at some point. Oh, I think. Wow. No shit, really? That's yeah. Funny. As Jay and Silent yeah, Bob? Yeah, as Jay and Silent Bob, yeah. Yeah, they just show up that Degrassi. That's the only way I know about it. That's wild. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, right. that's the end of Hellions. Yeah. Hell yeah, Hellions. Hellions, Hellions man. Nah. I think we should just Hell remake nah. it into a, like a... Oh, uh, fan film. Nest. Let's do a fan film. That should be what Premium <laughs> Steve should do. Fan film to a film that barely exists. There's <laughs> barely any fans. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Weird. Weird. That's such a weird thing. The only fans of a movie make a fan film, right? Yeah, <laughs> not for the community, just for us, just for because we are totally the community. If you're fans of us on Halloween is forever. Mm. You'll do this. Mm-hmm. We have to. We have to shoot day for yellow because it will be like black and yellow. <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. a black and gray film, but like it then has like a yellow filter the right, whole yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. We need to rename the main character. Her first name is isn't instead of Dora, it's Iris, like for Donnie. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, a lot of stuff. There, and yeah. Donnie is. Uh, oh yeah, that might be awkward, but. Um, you would say Donnie's T one thousand. No, I would say Donnie's Chase. <laughs> no, he's Ball Pompey. <laughs> 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 
Avatar. Keep eating these ghoul aids. All right, I'm gonna go. All right, that's Hellions 2015. Guys, we've got another 2015 banger. <laughs> banger for you. <laughs> Um, you know, it's me and you. We mm. had the year of Halloween movies. Mm. It's weird that we got of all those lists. We have 2015 sweet movies. Year. It's the year of our Lord. It's I heard it that. is officially the year of our I Lord. I heard that. That's the year he died. Do you hear that? <laughs> he died it's officially year, in 2015. Is, God is dead. What, is he coming oh, back? Yeah. Did he come back for your film? No. Does not come back. Um, no, no, he's dead. Not, he's dead as a fucking door now. Um, <laughs> so you've got Fun House. The massacre. The mm. funhouse. It's like it's massacre. like the Ohio State. Yes, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> why I said that. Oh, it was filmed in Ohio, so they had the. That? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try my best not to like also defend Meg's film, but I. I oh, it's fun. I love it. Okay, okay, so, okay, so no, no, no. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I feel like we can take the next 20 minutes. I, I genuinely followed the guidelines. Meg rails are up completely, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm just gonna talk about the fun scenes and like There's I, so I, many. I didn't expect to have so much fun with a movie. <gasps> um, so I, I, I was, I was ready to be like, I'm gonna take my vote for my film and give it to someone else and then totally fuck all of your days up. But then I'm like, no, my film was not the worst. It no, might have no, not been the me. second worst. No, no. <laughs> Hellions was the worst and second worst. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so we have 2015, the Funhouse Massacre director, directed by Andy Palmer, which looking around, he he's done a lot of, it seems like, you Steve, you might be able to speak did anything he do like ring a bell to you at all? No, he, he. This is like a really surprising film because it more or less came out of nowhere. Um, it was actually I first saw this uh, suggested by our friend Brandon Getz, um, uh, writer. He, yes. Yeah, the writer. He like he suggested this movie to me like years and years ago, probably maybe twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Okay. And like it, it's a film that just kind of came out of nowhere, but it has like a whole bunch of. Uh, names recognizable yeah. mm-hmm. people yeah um but uh, like i just said it was filmed in ohio just outside of cincinnati and i believe like the the land of illusion um park that they film in sure. is an actual park mm-hmm. i don't know if it still exists today but it was at the time an actual like haunted house theme park you could go <laughs> sure. sure so the cast, let's just talk about that we have Robert England like right off the bat, which they probably blew a lot of the budget on. I'm like, and I'm they assuming. Had, they had for a day. You could yeah, tell. like yeah. this was a quick in and out. Um, you know, Jer Burns, which you would recognize his face. Um, Scotty Thompson, I don't know where I've seen her face, but she has a very familiar face. Mm, um, Clint cool. Howard. Everybody which knows. You, you would fucking know. The everyone. Clint Howard. The Clint Howard. Yeah, he gets a V. <laughs> no one else really was like popping out as like crazy big stars, but like E.E. Um, uh, e. Bell kind of looked familiar. So E.E. E. Bell is the one that sticks out for me just because yeah. it's funny because I can tell you exactly where he's from. Okay. He is uh, Al Bundy's friend in No Ma'am from uh, <laughs> Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So he's one of He's like, he genuinely, like I was looking at his thing, I'm like, he looks so familiar, but I have no idea where to pin him. But that, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that would really be a reference for me, though. No, um, no. It's just like if you know Married with Children, you know Bob Rooney as one of the no ma'am guys. And that's about it. I mean, Mars Crane had a little bit of familiarity, but I'm like, he seems like an actor that probably just ends up playing a lot of like giants in movies. Mm-hmm. Like he's just a big fucking dude. Yeah. Is he the clown? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah, clown yeah the clown. 
But yeah, so just to kick it off, do, we do we do you guys recognize Courtney Gaines? Uh, uh, I know, yeah. That's I it, that's the other the one. I was very, pr- I was very proud of myself. I, ha- for I had I to look no, it up, no, but no, then no, I recognized it. Wait, Go ahead, Brian. You, Children of the Corn. Oh. oh, Children of the Corn. That's where you went. Yeah, he was the guy. He was the 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 like one one of the main like the main male protagonist kind of yeah, adult yeah, yeah, protagonist yeah. from Children of the Corn. Oh, oh yeah, he um he he's Malachi, right? It, it or. Or not protagonist, antagonist. Yes, antagonist. He's, he plays. Uh, yeah, he is that the name? Is that the fact they all have these Isaac, fucking ancient Isaac, ass? Yeah, uh, Isaac is the shitty kid, the shitty little kid. Malachi is, is the, the big tall redhead kid. Yeah, he's Malachi. You're right about that, but um, the one I picked up was uh, he, he's he's in the Burbs. Yes, that's the one I. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he is in yep. the Burbs. So he's one he, of the, he's Hans Klopek. <laughs> yeah, he's Hans Klopek. He's just like he's like a mute, and his teeth are always sticking out, and just like yeah, unpleasant. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, to go briefly, what I love within the first 10 minutes, we have gore and it's perfect. I, I feel like you, I, we talk about it sometimes, I think, with some of these films where we're like, how, how much gore do we get? Like, mm. off the bat. It's a splatter fest. Like, this yeah, is a splatter yeah. fest. Like, it's perfect. Um, so we have, quote unquote, journalist Miss Quinn, who basically shows up to this um, Statesville mental hospital to like pretend like she's writing a story about all of these like hidden psychopaths and like to get like really past all of it because i the only thing i'll point out in here the good and the bad i hated the music a lot to this sure okay i did did you guys i i did yeah it was a little tough it was all the same and it like it just i did not stick with me it was like actually a sore thumb yeah but um i felt like the um montages going through each of the psychopaths was actually really good yeah it's 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 a fun like arkham asylum scene yeah of like here's the rogues gallery that you're going to get for the rest of the film and but like yeah you're right all the music in this film it's a weak point because it's just stock rock riffs yeah, 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 yeah. but you can tell they spent their money on actors and sure. special effects so sure. yeah well, I just, it's like, suicide I wish they squad had, for uh yeah it's they could have just had less yeah. sound in a way i feel like because of the way <laughs> they like yeah like they the way they use it i was like oh you guys are just like uh just like use a little bit less and it probably would have been just inspective um so this miss quinn basically is at the end of the day tricking Robert England's character into showing her all of this because we find out that her father is one of these psychopaths, Mental Manny, quote mm. unquote, which I'm forgetting his name, full name <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, what is his name? I'm not looking at my nose. He's like a cult leader kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, he thought of himself as a cult leader, yada, yada, yada. But we have um, Animal the Cannibal, which Jeffrey James was a chef. And he just ate people. We have the murderous dentist, Bradford Young. These is are all those, the people currently yeah, like locked up in yeah. this mental asylum. Dr. Suave. We have Walter Harris is the taxidermist. Um, and then, Clint Howard, yeah. Yes, and that. then we have Rock of the Clown. Um, he was an underground wrestler that um, he ended up killing too many opponents. <laughs> Accidentally. Accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so and then obviously, oh, Manuel Dyer is was the uh, mental Manny, which was the cult leader and he kind of considered himself a prophet, which um, so um, we find out Miss Quinn is actually um, mental Manny's daughter, who she is the stitch face killer. Mm-hmm. She's also one of these people. That she never got caught. She's Harley Quinn. Yeah, basically. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she, she's, she's shitty Harley Quinn. 
This movie. I don't know if I'd say she's the, shitty Harley Quinn. Well, for the first twenty move, minutes, this yeah. movie sucked. It was terrible. You didn't love that. I, <laughs> it was horrible for the first twenty. I feel minutes. like it was just like an unloading of information to get you to what's happening. I the don't whole know. part, which, with, which sucked, with, in that Robert England got the worst part of this movie. But then yes. once the once the event started, I'm like, this is so much fun. Yeah. It won me over for the first like 20 minutes. I was like, right God, I can't yeah. wait till this movie's sure, over. Sure. Well, right. I think that it gives you this almost, um, what were those? Uh, uh, they always, I'm trying to think of the movies. It always had like Julia Roberts and all those, like they were like in gambling casinos and stuff like that. Oh, Ocean's you're thinking 11. like Ocean's like, Eleven. I was like, it kind of had this like Ocean's Eleven element yeah. to it to like get you started of like who are the people that are yeah. really coming behind. Okay, so once we really get into the meat of this, uh, we find out that um, Bad Harley Quinn is actually she tricked um, Dennis, who is the character you said from the Children of the Corn, into basically creating this entire fun house horror fun house which is a great uh, idea yeah i mean that's a, that's an awesome that's a fun concept like i, I like it like idea. so she basically manipulated him into dating him and man the vagina has magical powers mm. let's and, be but real also, that that character was really good like that, that dennis or her dennis dennis oh. yeah he was yeah, no, he's, he's just like, shitty yeah yeah, yeah no, he's like, malachi he was, right yeah, right, yeah he's yeah, like yeah, he's a piece of shit and you're like wow you think you're way better than who you are like yeah. your ego he is was, he's fun, he was still insulting people like as he was he's, yeah. he, 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 like he is a tallahassee grifter yeah yeah he's yeah he's pure carny yeah and so he thinks he has one up on everybody else except for timo you know harley quinn so yeah so this entire fun house was basically designed on all of these these psychopaths so she gets them out of this insane asylum and they go to this fun house where they can actually just go back to their normal business it's like kind of like going to work i wish there was like a funny montage where they're just like getting ready for the day and like oh, i'm gonna go to the fun house and <laughs> this was the part where i was like it's just suicide squad they're just yeah oh yeah. here's That's the fair. thing you're good at i'm gonna create this little environment where you can go do it but to my benefit now mm-hmm. right totally yeah. well yeah exactly but I, then I, I liked when they were all kind of pissed about it. They were like, like, like Clint Howard's character was like, "These aren't even taxidermy tools." Yeah, like, yeah, he's like yeah, pissed yeah. about it. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. There's a, there's another good line like before this where like they're arriving, and all the actors that were hired for the scare house are just hanging out smoking weed, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, and then they see that. like you know the actual Rocco the walk up, come in. and yeah. they're like. Yeah. God damn, Dennis double booked us. Yeah, no, and that's what I, like, that was such an initial, like, catch for me that uh, there were a lot of just, like, cheeky lines like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I noted that. that with, like, also the old man that was stuck inside of the um, diner, and it was just like, can I get my check? Um, and, but this happened throughout the entire film. Let me see what else I wrote down. Um, I mean, I guess Doyle had a lot of those things. We find out Doyle is, like, the dunce police officer throughout the mm-hmm. whole thing yeah. why is funny. doyle yeah. such a dunce name though i it just is it just it just, it, it it just sounds dumb the, that, was, is that, what, that was what the name of the officer or i was thinking of dewey i was thinking of oh, yeah. Dewey, yeah, yeah. S- i mean it's dewey it's the opoil like yeah, it's yeah. all there it's it just sounds dumb <laughs> he was it's always sunny he, he was genuinely funny though he had a lot yeah. of funny lines this this movie is sh- like has no business being as funny as it is considering i like nobody seems like they have a super strong background in comedy or anything right like i don't know i I haven't read that anybody was a stand-up comedian Mm -hmm. i don't know that 
they would have the money to have the but script the punched up by a professional it for being as silly as it is like it, there it could have gone really awkward and uncomfortable mm-hmm. you like feel yeah. you feel that oh I yeah didn't, i didn't some feel of, that I some mean, of it was really good there it was just there was a, it was a lot of peaks and valleys for yeah. me because there were certain people that were really good mm-hmm. like better than they should have been mm-hmm. and then there were certain ones that were hot trash Sure. Like I honestly thought Dollface, I thought she was horrible. She, yeah, yeah, she's flat. She was so bad. And like I, she was stop, yeah, it she worked was, okay because she was supposed to be a maniac. So mm-hmm. like, okay, she's a maniac. She's a maniac sure. After but her she first was, scenes, I was like, first scenes, I was like total trash. And then because she was talking less and just doing more like little things, she like it more so I saw along the lines of characters like that where they were just the the things that they did, like when she kissed um Christina when she killed her. I was like that's good like, really that's cute and good that's and like cute and, good. <laughs> and mean and gory and like really fucked she was so she was a bad actor she only ever did one other movie after this was like five seconds later and then she never acted but again. i think it was with him <laughs> yeah like she, she's literally been two actors you know from the same i don't know if it was producer or director it was um, with Andy, yeah. but then when you have like uh, really genuinely good performances and also like really notable people, which was weird too. In even in small roles, it was, it struck me as she, somebody promised her this role or she was, I think something. she has a connection with Andy. The only thing, yeah. I think she has a connection with the director because she had, like, I looked at, I was looking at some of the actors that I didn't know and her only films were with him. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe they're like, man, you had, you had a, you know, uh, Deputy Garcia from Reno 911 yeah. in such a small role. Right. With a really funny role. I mean, he's hilarious. Yeah. What role was he in? He's he one, of the, one of the DJs. He, he was the straw hat DJ. Yeah. Oh Got it. God. Or I, I recognize DJ. him. I <laughs> was, love Reno 911. He was yeah. so funny. And then it's like you have all these like really, you know, you have is it Clint Howard, you have uh, Robert England, you, you've got all, you know, these, these fairly you know, big name people. Jerry Burns has been a fucking million things. Yeah. And then you have this person who plays this pretty pivotal role. Who's just like the absolute. She, she, I'm I, to, I'm find yeah, I just think she was just first was, signed up and yeah. first on the production and like just knew him. Like new and Andy Palmer, the director. The only yeah. thing too that the only other person that I will say probably had a weaker role too, because we also talk about Lori character, which is Renee Dorian and uh what was his name was his name morgan the other like the other kind of like leading man who was mm. like the, I, I feel like is he was pretty Lee good Parker. the one so, who's yeah. dressed up as dr yeah. who yeah, yeah. he's yeah. fine um but that Lori chick um i felt like she was a little weaker point too she was at least believable as like the timid girl next door sure yeah. sure sure um which is not that hard of a thing to play i guess yeah it's harder to play like a crazy psycho clown i guess mm-hmm. But okay, so like now that we're in, okay, so we're past like all the introductions, um, all the characters kind of, they basically kill their counterpart and they're, those counterparts are all like, what the fuck? Like they all feel like they were double booked, like kind of go through this what the fuck moment. And then the whole um, like funhouse opens and we have people coming in. And during that time, you know, there's a lot of people just dying, but no one pays attention. Everyone thinks it's just Fake. part of the action. yeah, yeah that, was, the, that was my favorite part of the whole which thing. i think i think is great and it, they play that off throughout the entire fucking movie until like closer to the end when they kind of mental manny like 
has his whole big reveal like guys this has been fucking real so i mean throughout the film um the the crew of people that worked at the diner together and they're they're actually seeing things happen and they're experiencing stuff um they're seeing these killers actually kill people and that's when we get the interactions with doyle where he's like um him and the sheriff and there's a side thing with the sheriff where the sheriff's like investigating a murder in a hotel puts two and two together that it's also this person who might have let out these psychopaths at the funhouse. She's taking notes based on like, Oh, there's kids calling in saying people are dying at the funhouse and everyone, no one's taking it serious. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part wasn't that where he goes, cause the, he, the deputies pick it. He's picking up. Yeah. He's like, and he's getting crank calls yes. mixed yeah. with real calls. And he thinks yeah. they're all crank calls. And he says something like who talks like that? And he goes, he says, the law talks like that. I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great line. He's it's a great delivery. He's very so funny. fucking silly. Yeah. I think my favorite scene with him is it's towards right before him and the sheriff go in. But like the sheriff goes to pick him up at the station and he's handcuffing himself to the chair <laughs> and he's like pointing uh, an NES like doing like a little yeah he's pointing an NES light gun at him at his arm and he's like this town used to be okay until you brought a bunch of drugs and sex into it I, I know, he's like a Don he's like a young Don Knotts type yeah. of character right, yeah. ridiculous um so she's put the um, sheriff is putting two and two together picks them up and they start heading towards the fun house and they run into I, I'm like really fucking up with this guy's name, whether it's the if his name's supposed to be Lee or I feel like Morgan's coming to mind. Um, but the the boyfriend, the one who's dressed up as like the, the you know, detective kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And they get out of the car and Doyle's like, stop running. And he's not running. And then he still <laughs> shoots him. And I'm just like, he's like, you should have stopped running. It's like, no, like these are just silly things. Mm-hmm. Anywho. So they go back. Um, this is after Mental Manny is like basically giving his whole speech about the whole thing. We start seeing flashbacks from the sheriff where the sheriff has a connection with him. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I can't remember if we find out right then and there or if we find out in the next scene. But or I think that there is something, but maybe it gets like fully hashed out later. Yeah, yeah. Like we get a flashback. We find out that the sheriff has a connection with him and then later find out that the mental Manny is actually her father. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah, Cause we're told, we're told about his crime, like at the beginning of the film that like he caused a bunch of people to set themselves on fire and there were supposedly no survivors, but then he has the survivor of the stitch face killer. And then, now no, we learned is. that Jessica, yeah. the sheriff, is also. Sick. Yeah, he did not. <clears throat> I think they mutually did not think that either of them were still alive. Right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I think the clown Rocco um, becomes a big part of like the movie, like while things are kind of going out of control, which I feel like his interactions with the crew is like kind of some of the funniest stuff. Mm-hmm. His murders are like the most brutal. Like I when he was when they were near the fence, I knew someone was going to get pushed through the fence. Like I <laughs> knew, <laughs> fucking knew it. That could have been. I thought it was going to be so cool. And they did. They pressed him up and then you saw the fence cutting into his face. And I was like, keep going. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Stopped. Stopped. And but they so stopped. Sad. Yeah, it's the one that you're like, keep going. But yeah. Yeah. It was still good. Yeah. yeah. Like, but like even just using the oversized hammer, the way he killed the guy on the um 
one carney ro- or a carney game where it's on the like t- on the test your strength yeah test your strength mm-hmm. and i was yeah. like man these are these are just like really good kills that i think they do they work really well i think with the characters themselves and i don't want to downplay say like the cannibal guy or the taxidermist because they have their own yeah. okay kills yeah. like they're fine cannibal guy was a little disappointing to me i, I, th- I think it's though. again a, a case of like so like animal the cannibal and uh clint howard the taxidermist Again, they're mostly filmed in one location. Yeah. Yeah. So like they may have only been there for one or two days of actual filming. Sure. Which lends to why we see so much Rocco because like he's he's a lesser name and they obviously were just able to schedule him for more time. Sure. So like, oh, we have him for more time. Let's give him more kills then. We can yeah, get, yeah. We can yeah. get more out of him. That but it way. also makes sense, too, because he was just the muscle. So oh, when yeah, the yeah. other guys weren't going to be the muscle. Right. When it's like a crowd and, um, you know, yeah. like of people coming at him. Perhaps, yeah. And the way know? that the way that mask that's what, what was supposed oh, to be so like good. a skin. Like, the, fa- the face of the fake rock. I loved it. I <laughs> loved it. Was it. so good. That lower jaw, how it came so far out. Yeah. Was- awesome it was pretty solid um, i did love when the uh they were when they were taking the tour through the the haunted house and the taxidermist was actually doing taxidermist stuff like oh my god it's so real let's grab it yeah, and, yeah. like the one kid like came back and like grabbed some uh <laughs> grabbed some intestines to take home yeah um, real intestines. before i get too far the only thing i will give the stitch killer um credit for is when she like when all this chaos is happening and then she ends up knocking over another girl with a head and then chops off her head and then takes both heads and they're almost as if they're pom-poms yeah, i was yeah. like that was good that is so good that <laughs> yeah. is so that fucking awesome. good like uh, what the fuck um i will give her give that character credit for that one um anywho yeah so winding down because um i think like there's there's so many little things we could probably talk about in there and i have yeah. a couple notes on some of my favorites and we've already talked about them but um winding down the stitch face killer and the deputy end up having a tussle and they kind of stab each other and you assume both of them are dead um mental manny gets killed i think by the deputy if i remember correctly. yeah by his <laughs> yeah by his daughter by his daughter because yeah. his daughter just shoots him right in the head right while they're on the uh, yes. spinny catwalk so we have that and then as we're like the only other kill we needed to get to because both the animal or animal the taxidermist and um no yeah the taxidermist the animal, the shot. cannibal and the taxidermist both get killed already and then so now we basically have the clown the cops all show up the next morning clown killer gets basically shot and then we have um you know the aftermath and everyone's kind of like in relief of, of, of sorts and as um Lori's in the ambulance uh they bring quote unquote the deputy and we come to find out it is spoiler alert Jim Pembry, god damn it, you hold his hand. <laughs> uh, it is Stitch by a Skeller. She did not die because we start seeing Somehow. a knife come out. It, like I don't yep. understand how the knife moves out. No. Um, though when I was tra- revisiting the plot, I think there was aspects on Tubi when I was watching that got skipped because not only in what I saw in the plot on Wikipedia was that the Stitch Face Killer actually kills everyone then in the ambulance, as well as the uh. Clown Face Killer or the Clown um, get reincarnates or like kind of comes back. He didn't fully, he didn't actually die. Um, so I don't, but I didn't see that in 
the film itself. Did you guys get a version that had I those? definitely saw the Colin Face Killer get up and be like... Okay, I did not see he was that. Like, after he getting shot in the face with a shotgun, he was just yeah. like... Yeah. He was like I, didn't get, I didn't get that in my version, but... Um, Wait, after reading, he gets shot... After he gives the guy the backbreaker? Because he gets shot by the deputy and goes down in the park at night. Yeah. But yeah. then the next morning, the morning, as they're all escaping... He comes out and gives fucking Morgan the Bane backbreaker. Yeah. Right. And then Doyle has to be like, shoot him, you asshole. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 there's no, like guys like, standing there with guns. This like. is all like from what I read in the plot on Wikipedia is that happens like he comes back after. Huh. So I don't know. I don't know what I missed if there's a version I think of it after the next. I mean, the next morning is what we're talking about. Yeah. But what? she but she's saying something happens Even after that. After that, yeah, like yeah. after the credits, because this is like right at the end. Yeah, maybe yeah, it happens after so the credits. I was reading the last paragraph of like the, like Wikipedia's plot of this mm-hmm. is that okay, so um Gerardo leaves Lori, recovers in the ambulance. EMT has announced they have another survivor while Kate into the or wheel Kate into the ambulance. That's the deputy. Mm-hmm. As the vehicle takes the road, Lori realizes Kay's actually Dollface wearing the sheriff's skin. Dollface later escapes the ambulance after leaving it disabled along the side of the road. Back at the funhouse, Rocco um, reanimates while inside a body bag. Oh, yeah. So hmm. that's like scenes that I didn't see. Maybe reanimates it's, in a body So I think bag. there's I a version that. of this film where both of those characters are still alive, perhaps. Well, I, well, saw, I saw Dollface get up out of the ambulance yeah. and she's wearing an ambulance I, saw I didn't see. I didn't see I that. Saw even. Clown face I literally. Yeah. I did not see her get up. Like the last scene, basically, was the knife coming out. Lori oh. being like, "Oh my god!" And then it went to credits. Oh, oh, no. oh. The version yeah. I saw, yeah. they get her. She actually is in the, uh, um, the 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 ambulance is ambulance, ditched. Yeah, the is ambulance ditched. Yep. is and ditched. And she and she goes skipping across the street. Yeah. I wonder if I would have watched the credits long enough if that, that would have been sense. Yeah, I think that was it. This also makes sense because. There was a part where after he gives them the next morning when he comes out, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Morgan. And he gets and then clown face comes out. Not big clown guy. Big Rocco. Yeah, yeah, Rocco gives him which kept confusing me in my notes because the guy who plays Deputy Garcia also does the voice of Rocco from Rocco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, And I had that in my notes as well. But no, he um, he gives him the backbreaker. And then he was like, shoot him, shoot him or whatever. And they shoot him in the chest. And then he comes over and he's got like a shotgun right to his face. Right. And he pulls the tr- he pulls the trigger and it switches from his perspective. And so you get the head explosion uh, off screen. And I was like, fuck, you yeah. guys could have given us it's, a head explosion. It's which I had a note specifically about that shot because <laughs> that shot is such a low angle up in the sky. Yeah. I was like. Is the most Michael Bay shot of the film. <laughs> like weird. it looks so Michael Bay with the deputy. So climactic, which makes yeah. you think it's all this climactic thing. And then you get the off head, off screen Kim getting shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. But yeah, we I, we didn't get the. I don't think any of us got the body bag part. No, I yeah, like so. I that is what I pulled from Wikipedia. So like, I didn't know if there's um, maybe it's a maybe it's a thing that's because like Tubi has that automatic next. Maybe, um, it, it, and you have yeah. to like you have to you have to tell Tubi specifically because I know some films do it. Yeah, where they're like, "Don't skip my credits. I have things at the end." Yeah, so maybe yeah. they just didn't. Tell. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so to round this out, um, a surprisingly really fun, cheeky film in a lot of ways. Like I found myself giggling at a lot of like the little scenes. I was like, "That's a silly joke." Um, I felt like the pacing was really good. Uh, so 
like it didn't overstay its welcome you know uh, even with like a lot of stuff happening in the fun house maybe there was five minutes that could have even chopped off maybe but i don't think it would have hurt it to keep Mm. it as is um but overall i don't know i i had fun with it i would rewatch it again um yeah like that that's where i'm at like i had so much fun with it i love that yeah I put it. I put it on the wheel of Wayne because I like it. Yeah, I didn't expect it to get picked first. You know, <laughs> first out the gate. But. Right. No, I I liked it a lot too. I um like I said, the first 15, 20 minutes were trash. Yeah, and then it actually was like it almost felt like they shot the second act and like parts of the third act first, and then went back and shot yeah. all that early yeah, shit, I can see that. and even the ending. Where it's like, because it just didn't have the same energy or even the same look as the middle. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's when I they're in the park. I get it. Yeah. But like there was essentially like a third of the movie was great. A third of it was like, eh, and then a third of it was boring as fuck. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just, even I, even if like the like I could hear what you're saying and totally, especially if you want if we want to get real critical with it. But like there's certain aspects of that first part where I'm like. I got enough gore and I got enough things that I liked where I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like the things that bothered me. No, it wasn't bad. If that part was in the middle, it would have been better maybe because like a fast, this movie starts so slow. I guarantee that's why it doesn't have a wider audience. Honestly, I don't, I don't know if I feel the same way though. Like Mm -hmm. that it felt like so slow. Mm -hmm. I think like the music killed me for that first part. I Mm -hmm. feel like it was fine. Wish.com. You know what I mean? Playing in the background, like yeah. they're doing yeah, just, red right hand. If they're clearly trying to rip off red right hand, and yeah. it sucks so bad. Yeah, like uh, it didn't feel that slow to me. I think it was a somewhat necessary piece yeah. to make the rest of it. Like it you, had you to didn't be there. have to. No, yeah, I don't had, get. Yeah. So like I, I hear you in that it could have been boring, but like I didn't find it that boring. Um, besides that, and the music was really annoying to me. Yeah. And this is kind of really like a film. I didn't get to choose. <laughs> it's it's slow. But also, it, you are shooting Robert England, mm. and so you can't waste your like you spent. Obviously, they spent the most money <laughs> to get Robert England on set, and then also all those other actors. That whole first act just felt like we need to get our screen time out of Robert England, mm-hmm. and he's trying his best to do a good job with like trash lines. Like yeah. it just sure it, he's great. It's Robert England, and he and he. The thing I love about him is. He's never going to phone it in. He's always going to come. There might be some example. Honestly, she is the weak point. But he had he had to be thinking like, who the fuck am I acting with right now? But he really did. I I feel like he also has worked with so many young actors. I'm sure he did. He did a great job. Like, I think he did a great job. Like Clint Howard helping them be better. Phoned his part in like Clint Howard isn't Robert England. Let's get clear. But like, I just feel like Robert England was trying to do his best with yeah, some really yeah. like some a really shitty. Well, part you could of the tell script, that it was only but, those two. Like, there's no way that yeah. they needed they record they like um, filmed all of that with the other characters there too at the same time. Like, they clearly just did those two in one day mm-hmm. and just like because there was no connection real with no, other no. actors. I, I um I really liked the uh, the stoner guys too. Which yeah, the, yeah those, the two the, the, zombies. Were fun. The one that guy was, that was a good addition to that movie. Ha- completely with 100% accuracy predicted 2023 2023 male fashion with the mullet the mustache he he almost he looked like he was from right right now right Uh, which was just a weird coincidence yeah 
Uh, I thought about growing a mustache like last week. <laughs> you kind of already you have, have one. You just, you just got to shave the just, beard I and you have commit. a mustache. Here. I know. I know. Um, I do you think that the uh, the horny couple, you know, the when she died, do you think oh, that yeah. was an Argento reference? I did. maybe because <laughs> she dies in the exact same way oh. that the fucking guy from uh, what was the Argento movie we did not that long ago with the crows and shit with opera, opera. <laughs> yeah, dies in she's exactly pretty way. famous, isn't she? Like, I feel like I've seen her before. Yeah, she you may you stuff. you've probably seen her before because I think she's been in a bunch of other stuff, maybe as like smaller bit parts. I feel like I'm, also her kills were also just like very tropey for like this sort of mildly teen drama type thing yeah. like we needed to have the horny couple we yeah. need to have oh, yeah, all the oh, sure. we need to have the couple that's like new love like they we had the a virgins, kiss the yeah. stoners and and the yeah, horny totally, couple. totally yeah. totally totally but yeah I, I i like her in the horny couple role because you could tell like she kind of threw herself into it she did she was you great. get a little boob and then just the se- and she yeah. fought back and, that and, was the, cool. and the sex scene is silly like yeah. it, like she has She's her legs all the weird. You're not yeah. good at this. Well, no, they played it super <laughs> comical. The, yeah. the yeah. actors played it very comical. There was literally a point where, like, but they they shoot it and edit it in a way where it's like a weird, sexy voyeur thing. But then she's like. Yeah. like, like she's, she's doing wild faces. She's trying to be funny, but the camera and the editing are trying to make it like. Sinister, yeah, voyeur, it's, it's, it's sinister voyeur, but and also meanwhile, they're like <laughs> just doing wacky she, shit. She's they're, like spread eagle with both of her, her legs on either wall of the stall, yeah. and then yeah. like she has her tongue out at one point. Just, I just like, like it, it's it could have been such a funny scene, and it was funny, it's but then funny, they yeah. edited it to make it slightly less funny. Yeah, yeah, but that's not their fault. The production, but I'll say I'll say this film uh, has a lot of juggalitic and tendencies. <laughs> juggalitic. Yeah. So are you bringing? The family. I'm bringing the family to the table on this, <laughs> just because bring there's the family to dinner. There's a lot of. Uh, I think you see a direct great Malenko in one of the walls. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, that like, sounds like it makes sense. Like, like some of the walls are painted, and it's just like one of them was a great Malenko for sure. If you have a, are you taking that against this film, or are you just like? I'm putting it out. For- I'm putting it out to the rest of the people. <laughs> that information, what you will. And what is a great Malenko? There was, there was said, no Fago. You know it if you saw it. He, there was Shasta. Film. Shasta is essentially Fago. And, and, and Shasta is the Fago of Ohio. Yeah. Uh, so uh, okay. that's why I'm saying juggalitic tendencies. He's, he, he's like the mascot for the one of the mascots, yeah, for the right. for ICB. Yeah, so like there's there's juggalitic tendencies. I'm not saying it's a full juggalo movie, but there's juggalitic tendencies. I, I feel like you're eating up. I'm like, wow, you're making me like this film just a little bit more. Juggalitic. I, I, I like the phrase. I like the word juggalitic. juggalitic. Yeah. That's that, like a stat. That, that was right a, that was That's a phrase a I was coined. My dog is in the black past. and white. He's standing next to us. <laughs> yeah. He is basically a juggalo. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a clown. I get it. <laughs> the, the, uh, we were talking about the music is terrible in this movie. Yeah. Not just the music, the sound design. Did anybody get? It's get, pretty stock. Like everything is stock. Well, it's not even that. The mixing is bad. There were scenes where I couldn't hear the lines over the ridiculous music. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like it was, yeah, yeah. Get, it got yeah. frustrating at, at a point. Sure. I mean, this is nitpicking, but right. 
That was yeah, the only the, other thing I had we can, down. We can depend on you, Brian, for the nitpicking. <laughs> I will nitpick it. Also, but you know what? It did have a lot of nice 2015 pop culture references, which Just I love did. a dated reference. Yeah. Yep. Hashtag, vines. A lot of hashtags. Yep. So many vines. <laughs> vine I was like jokes, the vines. Believers, like, Justin yeah. Bieber jokes. Yep. Yeah, it was great. Hillary joke. Oh, there was oh, Hillary yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I watched a review. I, I, I read a review. There was a 101 kills in this movie. 101. That's hmm. solid. 101. Wow. That's solid. That should get some top tier extra credit points. I think. Points I mean, here. if I have pumpkin title, ten <laughs> horse title, you got kill title. So this is, speaking yeah. of Thanks, uh-huh. speaking of timely references, I did like that the one guy was dressed as machete. <laughs> Because it does, oh, yeah, I love it does, him in the car. Yeah, it does. Oh. Set, it's a funny joke that they call him Danny Lamo yeah. when he leaves. <laughs> it's like it's not Danny Trejo, it's Danny Lamo. He I was, liked it. he was a it's funny, character. he was great. He, he was, was a funny character, and yep. also it just was it. It was weird for like 2015. Seems like it was so long ago. It was less than a decade ago. But when the joke could just be you're Mexican, right? <laughs> like that would not fly now. No, no, no not at all. No, 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 no. It's just the joke is. You were born in a different country. Yeah, That's but I feel like what was so perfect this is about it is that me. I'm gonna go to my car. His I'm gonna character yeah. was well, so said, serious. He was like, only when people do shit like this. That, yeah. there was something that was his joke. I just feel like his character also then like was such a serious character. Like he took himself serious, well, he was mm-hmm. the, which yeah. was hilarious. Like when he's on the phone with his girlfriend, I can't remember exactly what he says. But uh, actually, I'm going to. He just has a whole subplot to himself mm-hmm. that he's yeah. living out in it's his fun. truck. I yeah. like it. I'm just I like, like he's a having a real issue with his girlfriend. Yeah. And it's you know, like it's bothering him. But also like then this white woman comes just smearing blood all over his car. <laughs> yeah. Screaming. Are you OK? Are you dead? Yeah. Like he's like this oblivious, like really hilarious character mm-hmm. that, you know, does, like takes his relationship very seriously and just like wants to have a serious relationship. Yeah. And then he's like, he's so outside of the story. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. And, and then he comes sense. back. Right. He kind of comes back to fight for a bit. I mean, he uh, died towards uh, the end. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, he, he stabs. Uh, he stabs the cannibal in the yeah. back with a knife so I mean, he has like a there's no, something he, he, he stabs this, the, the clown oh yeah no he stabs the clown with a knife but also yeah. he, he, he has fights that big the scream too. he has yeah. like a really funny like pratt folly scream at yeah. one point yeah. yeah yeah so that was that's the film i had a blast on it it was I don't, fun I don't, yeah yep. it was fun i thought i was gonna hate it for the first Same. 15 minutes I, and I then like i started to really like it and then yeah yeah it was good yeah it was once fun. you get over the hump it's a good film yeah it's a lot of fun well, they got three down, one to go. Steve's bringing up the rear. We are going from a whole bunch of 2000s ass movies. Um, now we're going all the way back to 1986 for uh, Trick or Treat. Not Trick or Treat. Not Tricks or Treats. Not Trick. Not Trick from 2019. Mm-mm. <laughs> trick or Treat yeah. from 1986. Go ahead. Is trick or treat 1986 fantastic just throwback film i want to spend a little bit of time talking about the pedigree of this film because it's got a lot yes it's got a lot it's got a lot and i don't think people know about it no i don't i don't and it, i watch it i don't know about it. <laughs> it it's not so much that it came from a place of like a lot of talented people it's that a lot of talented people made this film and then went on to be great mm-hmm. so uh the director charles martin smith not one of those people. Oh, okay. <laughs> he went, he's the director. I, I was waiting for you to surprise me with something. Yeah, he's he's the director. He does he does fine with the film. Um, he and he does some work from time to time. 
Uh, he his latest film though is a Christmas gift from Bob. I just wanted to bring that up because it would make Brian happy to know that he also directs Hallmark films. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, the there's a number Christmas of writers in December. Yeah, mm-hmm. a Christmas in a Christmas in December. <laughs> um, Didn't you and Kate come up with that one? Yeah, yeah. it's made up. That doesn't exist. <laughs> also, give yeah. him some of those movies for the next Patreon thing. Right? We just talked about that. Yeah. That that's, that's the it, that keeps coming up as a. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the right, there's a number of writers on this. Uh, Rhett Topham is one of them. He would go on to write 976 Evil 1 and 2. And then another writer who goes uncredited in this film, but is also an actor in the film playing our uh, the, the, the best friend yeah. of our lead actor. He's playing Roger. Uh, this is Glenn Morgan. Mm-hmm. He would go on to be the writer producer of a number of Final Destination films, hmm. as well as the majority of the X-Files. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. he really like all, the meat of the X Files series. Yeah, mm. yeah, the meat of the X Files. Uh, Kevin Yager is, does the makeup and special effects on this film. He would go on to do the Freddy makeup as well as yeah. We feel like we like his name sounds familiar now that you say yeah. it. I'm like, like Kevin we've Yeager about is him. like a, he's a top tier yeah effects guy. Uh, he also did the the, uh, the effects for uh, Fat, the Weird Al music video, mm. and mm. Uh, like. Yeah. Classic. A classic. Yeah. Also does like Bill and Ted. And then like he kind of just settled his career on doing all the horrible uh, skeletons and everything that are on that show Bones with, <laughs> with Emily really? Deschanel. He just yeah. got it. He got it. Yeah. Essentially. That's funny. The equivalent of a, an, F, uh, an effects guy equivalent of a desk job. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say like that's a retirement job. You're like. Yeah. Yeah. like it's I'm a good. skeleton. All right. Got he it. did the <laughs> last watchable Hellraiser movie. Yep. <laughs> which is Bloodline from 96. <laughs> he did Sleepy Hollow, which people don't think about that as having great practical effects, but it does. It does have a number. It's mm-hmm. just it's just some of those Johnny early Depp's CGI or yeah, 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 Johnny okay, Depp's Sleepy yeah. Hollow from 99. He did a movie that I rented it, on VHS many times, which is Bordello of Blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As well. The the uh uh Tales from the Crypt. Mm. Yep. One of the Tales from the Crypt movies. Um and then we have Probably the most impressive of them all because he's an Oscar winner. But this, uh, the cinematographer on this film is Robert Ellswit. And it's okay if you don't know the name because I, I didn't know it just from reading it. But mm-hmm. he would go on to do Return of the Living Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. then also he would do Punch Drunk Love, Boogie oh. Nights, Nightcrawler, and There Will Be Blood. Oh. <laughs> All right, bro. Ah, yeah, he won for okay. There Will Be Blood, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure he won for There Will Be Blood. So, like, he goes on to be one of the most prolific cinematographers ever. Okay. And you can kind of see it in this film, because this film looks great, even yeah, for does. being 1986. I did, uh, yeah, no, I definitely it was one of the notes it I had. I was like, exactly it looks fine. like you want 1986 yeah. horror movie to look. Yeah, it's grimy, but there's also, like, the, like when his stereo melts down, all the crazy neon coming off the stereo, mm-hmm. but then like even Eddie's room is constant atmosphere because it's in darkness, but you have like these great light leaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can still in. see mm-hmm. all the depth of it. Mm-hmm. You can see all the totally. rafters, everything yeah. where all the posters are hung. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. So a real, a real uh, just kind of who's who as far as that goes. And then the other one is the music in this film, which is obviously really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the music is provided by a band named Fastway. So, okay, if you don't know that band, it, they didn't really make it big, mm. but everybody in that band was big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Fastway was started by Fast Eddie, the guitarist of Motorhead, mm-hmm. and Pete Way, who was the bassist for a band called UFO, 
Most people may oh. not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm giggling. It's like, that's fucking amazing. I don't think I knew I didn't make all those connections because like as much as I love the music in this at the same time, like there is some repetitive almost as like similar, like not as bad, not as bad as how right. I felt about mine. But it's just like that same sort of high energy kind of mm-hmm. constantly coming into play. You're like, this just feels a little bit out of place. Yeah. At it's, times. Yeah. It's you know it, what I mean? Like, it's. It's professional, but also it feels kind of like it's biting off a lot of other stuff of the time. Sure. Which is okay, because, I mean, it feels right uh, for the most part. Um, And then the other part of Fastway is Dave King, who you may not know by name, but he would go on after Fastway broke up. He would go on to form the Flogging Molly. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he's the lead singer of Flogging Molly. (laughs) I've seen Flogging Molly live probably four or five times. Yeah. 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 I've got my ass handed to me at Flogging Molly. Yeah, I've I've seen him with the Murphys. I've seen him at Bonnaroo. That's cool. So yeah, so like that's why the music feels professional. But like if you want to hear a real early version of what Dave King sounds like doing fucking just like metal screams. Like he's doing it in this film because mm-hmm. this is uh, the Trick or Treat album was the last album that Fastway did as that threesome. They would continue to go do a couple more albums just as like side projects mm-hmm. from Motorhead, but yeah, not, it, they never really hit it big in a, a mm-hmm. important way. Yeah, it, I think that the idea of basically doing like a band that was not that they were created just for this movie or anything, right? But the fact that they didn't get like go out and get licensed you know music Mm -hmm. made it feel like it was sammy kerr's music right yeah which i thought was a clever approach it's 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 a it's a good solve for the problem of like you know the 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 actor playing sammy kerr isn't necessarily an actual singer Mm -hmm. and he doesn't you know he he was a solid gold dancer so this wasn't exactly his bag for per se Mm. But also, he did do a lot of horror movies, so maybe he was, he was. in a bunch of Michael Jackson videos. Right? Yeah, saw, he was yeah. in the Thriller video, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. So like, he he does horror, he does horror stuff, but maybe you know, just the music style wasn't his completely. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the we'll get into the film itself, Trick or Treat. It's a pretty simple tale of you know we have our young metalhead Eddie, which is, I swear, if you've seen Stranger Things season four. They have a character named Eddie, and he's exactly just biting off this Eddie. Yeah, from it, this felt, film. it felt like a ripoff of this. I yeah. remember when I when we I watched that season of Stranger Things, I was like, "That's a really obscure movie to be like biting off of." But yeah, it's mm-hmm. got, you know, I don't think. But it, they t- but they totally do. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know? Like, mm-hmm. and, and and you could also even his haircut is pretty. Yeah, similar. totally. Yeah. yeah, they they have the same kind of moppish hair. At one point, uh, Eddie in this film is wearing like a denim jacket. Mm-hmm. And that's where you go, oh, that's just Eddie, that that Stranger Things Eddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but every that's the nice thing about this film is everything's authentic because we're right in the middle of 1986. Nobody's trying to ape 1986. Mm-hmm. We're right in the middle of it. So Eddie has all the stuff on his walls. He's got the Kiss posters, the Anthrax. He's got Megadeth albums. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got it all going for him. And he also loves Sammy Kerr, which is the the fictional character. Sure. Mm-hmm. Rock's chosen warrior. Rock's chosen warrior, Sammy Kerr. <laughs> which I, like, I feel like is interesting for the time and like all the like I understand even about metal of like bringing into play the record where it's played backwards and it has like satanic, you know, inklings yeah. and they, stuff they like that. brought in the whole like yeah. satanic panic meets. Yeah. Fucking Tipper but Gore. I'm, I'm like wondering the chicken and the egg question is coming to mind because I don't know that like which came I'll, 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 t- I'll talk a little bit 
Okay. As soon as, so, as, soon right. as I get to that. Okay, uh, cool. Because well, I did I'll look up more in the history of, sure, about this. Sure, sure, Because like, I feel like a lot of this, even just thinking about the cassette sharing, mm-hmm. kind of like with the cassette that was used in the film, that kind of that... Um, like trend of sharing cassettes i was like oh were they like trying to demonize that whole culture mm-hmm. or subculture of metal um but I'll, i guess if yeah. you have the answers then i will <laughs> shut I, I, have, I have more yeah i have more that i'll get to but I, I just uh we'll just get up to that point where we discover the powers of the record but um the the film opens with eddie and he's just doing He's right. He's writing a love letter to Sammy Kerr, essentially. His, his, you know, Sammy Kerr was this rock god that grew up in his town. And, you know, now Eddie's, you know, obsessed with him because he's an outsider. And, you know, as he's writing this letter, you get the other scenes of him being bullied in school. And it's just a great setup to show what's happening to Eddie or yeah, show what's happening to Eddie, but also see why he's so in love with Sammy Kerr. Mm. And then you get the reveal that Sammy Kerr is dead. And he, it's it's like a shocking moment for him. This sends Eddie to, you know, I think he maybe just kind of works there or just hangs around a lot. But he it goes to says this intern vibe. Yeah, I got intern vibe is what mm-hmm. I got. Yeah. At the radio station. Yeah. At the radio station. I thought he, he like hangs out enough that they just let him do shit kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just under the table. Not Those even paying scenes <laughs> for him were they were rough. They were rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 80s bullying was a was a different level of yeah. bullying. Yeah, him getting pushed out of the locker room naked onto the the main gym floor mm. with but the it, girls' volleyball team. Yeah, practicing. but I will pause and say that this film can now go into if we have a revisit of the butts of horror mm. full moon yeah, feature. It, it, this film can totally be on that. that it's not a bad butt. Yeah. It's not <laughs> a bad butt at all. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you get a great bully. Uh, yeah, he's played is, by the actor Tim Haney. I forget yeah, his character's name at the moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, I mean, he's essentially, you know, like a younger version of Stan from you know Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, you yeah, know, he's, he's a big, he's a big beefy blonde that's mm-hmm. just gonna like he's your Aryan nightmare is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, your Aryan nightmare. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. a that sounds like a band name yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. like an acronym. It's like the acronym like Y A H, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I'm gonna be trying to speak I as am. many band names as I possibly can. <laughs> but yeah, Eddie goes to the radio station that he may or may not be interning at, or just bumming around, and he goes to talk to the DJ Nuke. And Nuke is obviously Gene Simmons. I'll tell you <laughs> and what, nothing but Gene Simmons. He is, but he did a pretty good job for you his would one scene. He's good. Gene Simmons to be a terrible actor. He is a but lot he, of the time, but he was okay in this. Yeah, no, he's okay yeah. in this. I'm just saying he is a terrible actor, though. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like I, I haven't seen this movie in. I don't know. I guess I probably have seen it in the last like three or five years, mm-hmm. and watched this, and I remember Gene Simmons being in it, and I just assumed he was terrible. And I was like, no, this is actually pretty good. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he's, yeah, he's totally serviceable for his one scene. He's not so. doing the I'm Gene Simmons playing this character. No. He's playing the character. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. like in his uh, defense, I didn't even know he was Gene Simmons. Yeah. Well, because yeah. everyone's right. used to seeing old ghoulish. Gene Simmons is like a pretty hip looking dude. Yeah. 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 Especially well, when he's makeup off. He's, he's just kind of a hip looking dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess originally he was offered the part of Sammy Kerr. But like was oh. he said the script was too bad. Yeah. Wait, eh. he, he's too big of a star for that, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was at that point. 86. 
Yeah, like he's big. He's still big. Yeah, he's big, but like he's not too big to do like a legitimate movie. I just don't feel like it's the same crossover. Also, I think if I was him, he probably he probably wouldn't want to admit it, but he would be like, I'm too old for this. He's too I'm a yeah. little bit too old. Yeah, he was he was a little too puffy for it. Yeah. <laughs> but Nuke, the DJ, he he informs Eddie that there is one last record uh, that was it's going to be played at midnight mm-hmm. for the town. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was Sammy Kerr's last album. Right. He gives it he gives it to Eddie as a gift, as a parting gift, because he knows how much of a fan Eddie was. Mm-hmm. But he also gives it with him with a warning that, you know, hey, you shouldn't uh, shouldn't be worshiping Sammy as a god. Yeah. He, he's not a god. He was somebody who just died. Yeah. So he gets a uh, Eddie gets this record and he takes it home with him. And this is where the, the power of the record comes to life. And th- this is the plot of the film. Sammy has cursed himself into his final record and has found a way to, you know, give himself power in the afterlife. And, you know, we're, we're going to go on a journey of Eddie discovering the power in the record and then realizing that Sammy Kerr is actually a villain and he shouldn't worship him. You know, he shouldn't worship somebody that is actually out to kill and murder and hurt people, especially innocent people. And, you know, and then it's going to be Eddie's job to break that record, as well as also just growing as a human being. And then he gets a girlfriend. So that's, you know, that's how it's you classic Eddie about, stuff, you know, classic 80s. Get mm-hmm. a girlfriend. Oh, I say classic 80s stuff. <laughs> oh, classic yeah, also 80s. classic 80s stuff. Yeah, also classic 80s. <laughs> got to get a girlfriend. That's how it happens. It's how it happens. You got to. Yeah. Everybody gets a girlfriend at the end of the 80s movies. <laughs> The nerds did it. Got John it. Cusack does it. <laughs> the only one who doesn't do it is Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that that's the basic setup of the film. And I, I'm just going to touch on like some of the more uh, better scenes that I enjoy mm-hmm. out of that. Because we, we already spent a lot of time on like the look of the film is great. There's a lot of Halloween-ness mm-hmm. as it escalates. Because you, you get more and more Halloween as it approaches. And then it, you know ends at a big halloween party at the high school where everybody's dressed up and that's then, the big thing i i would say if there's one knock it's the least halloweeny of the four movies it, it is because it's on a rise yes but it's still I, plenty halloweeny it's still plenty halloweeny because i feel yeah. like yours just runs the opposite direction mm-hmm, it does because yours has it all the costs wad up front yeah yours has all the costumes first mm-hmm. and then it devolves into just like being scary town so i love scary town hearing you guys nitpick each other they like <laughs> makes me so excited <laughs> shoulder shrug right <laughs> what happens a couple of my favorite scenes uh eddie has a vision while he first listens to the record and he sees sammy kerr in the hotel burning mm-hmm. that's such a that's a good visual yeah. of just like sammy kerr is like in the middle of this ring of fire doing a fucking chant he like self-immolates himself yeah that, that's the suggestion right yeah yeah he that's had the, to do that as part of his whole ritual right if i'm gonna come back in a dang old uh vinyl yeah i need to <laughs> set myself on fire classic i need to set myself Ultimate on fire power. classic demon rules Demon stuff. <laughs> if I'm gonna come back God. and be back masked into uh, demon life, he probably thought he was gonna come back closer to something closer to Satan, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm he not just, just came a, back yeah. as a crusty version of yeah. himself, right. yeah. Yeah. and filled yeah. by what, like a toilet. <laughs> and also, he does get his, which well, I don't want you to jump ahead, but you do get see his like. Uh, he gets Gremlins two powers. Well, he does get Gremlins yeah. two powers, but <laughs> he gets his like what I was calling in the no- my notes his sponsor demon. 
Sure. <laughs> Which we do see later. <laughs> that needed to be in there more. I feel it definitely needed to be in there more. We'll, we'll get back to that. I feel like maybe that was just also him. I, was it? I, I, I just, thought that I, that was the demon who like brought him back. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Like that's the demon he was praying to or doing the ritual to. But that maybe. Well, might well, be wrong. Yeah, we can talk about why. But I just, again, the other thing in this scene that's really awesome is like you have two people in a legitimate fire burn. Mm. who are on fire in the background so just overall it's a great visual but this is also where we get our first uh taste of the back masking and so back masking is that thing that everybody talks about that if you play a record backwards it has you know subliminal messages in Mm -hmm. it and it's interesting because i i my history wasn't clear so i had to go back and look it up but like one of the famous uh one of the famous incidences of this is judas priest which led to like supposedly led to the suicide of two guys listening to Judas Priest. And mm-hmm. then it led to a trial. And I was trying, I didn't remember what the timeline was, but apparently the trial actually happened in 1990, mm. but the actual suicide event happened in 1985. Mm. So this movie comes right in between that. Okay. Yeah. But there's also just plenty of other backmasking uh, incidences that happened before that as well. So yeah, I don't think like it, the Beatles even there was right, yeah, yeah. controversy with like Helter Skelter or something. Even it makes sense you bring in Judas Priest into the film because like um like I feel like this the style of metal that they were playing though was a little bit more of that like very like high. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a more yeah. Hair metal. Yeah. 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 It was somewhere between like a it was like the people who like the death metal aesthetic, mm-hmm. but like hair metal sound. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so let's find a happy medium. Kind yeah. Of thing. And I mean, that that was just like the look of metal on the West Coast mm-hmm. is like everybody looked like uh, Motley Crue all looked like that. Sure. So like they were singing about evil, but like they look like big, silly girls. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I'm a big, silly lady. Yeah. Evil. I got my hair because out. We're n- because they're not metal as fuck. No, they're not nah. Slayer because Slayer existed. Yeah, <laughs> Slayer existed. Venom existed. So, like one of the first yeah. incidences I found of backmasking in metal was by the band Venom, mm-hmm. which was like one of the first death metal bands, and like they did it on a record in 1981. But you're right; it predates. I mean, it predates metal with the Beatles and Pink Floyd and Zeppelin, and I think there was even like just like a, a hokey little folksy band that predates the Beatles. And they just put a joke on a record mm. that if you play it oh, backwards, that's, it, what, it, it that's was, how it started. It was just a little joke that was just like, hey, stop. Hey, cats, stop playing this record backwards. And like, <laughs> it was just, you crookie cats, your records go backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're right in the middle of Satanic Panic in 1986. Mm. And, you know, we have all these metal bands who are doing it. And so that that's why it becomes the crux of the film. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Eddie plays the record backwards. He gets a message from Sammy and then he applies it to his life. He gets a message about the bullies. There's like something like let the bait hook themselves, let the big fish hit, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then he's 66. Yeah. He lures them on this school wide chase, which is a lot of fun Mm -hmm. because you just get a lot of all those obstacles. Oh, my God. Lots of obstacles. Lots of slip and falls. (laughs) Lots of lots of like you could redo the soundtrack with cartoon sound effects and it would be a lot funnier. (laughs) Yeah. Put the Benny Hill fucking theme. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it ends with the bullies like spraying a fire extinguisher on their teachers. On the yeah. The admin meeting. Yeah. It's a but it's a you know it's a fun little scene. I just wish it was a more intense 
uh, like retribution that the bullies got. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he would have oh, just yeah. set them on fire or something, it would be like, <laughs> oh shit, yeah, it's sick, Satan. But like, they're just like, it's pretty mild. If he, you're a demon, yeah. like you're a demon, Sammy. Yeah. Right. Have him do something a little more. But he only has like electricity, or, and it seems yeah. like yeah, he's he an electricity like, demon. I yeah. know. I take exception to that yeah. a little bit. As much as I like this movie, he's a weird electricity gremlin. <laughs> but also, that's can we that's, call him a gremlin now? At this he's point, he's like, a gremlin. He's, he's a, a gremlin. He's a demon. Yeah. No. He just has like. Select powers over electronics. Yeah. Right. He has select Which, powers over the radio. Yeah, for a yeah, music yeah. related demon, sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's I how he, that's how he can play guitar. You know, without plugging in, he just keeps it on him, and he's got the electric keeps powers. That thing on him. That's all he was thinking about when he went to hell. He's like, oh, how do I keep my guitar playing all the time? How oh, am I going to shred? This is also this is totally why, like you know, the wireless. Gun. You know, the wireless, uh, you know, equipment really took off is because yeah. of this movie. Yeah. It, like, it's a oh, cautionary tale. But it is a cautionary tale. It is at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But you know, it, the thing, the thing about the bullies not getting like super like despicable retribution mm-hmm. is that that's how you keep Eddie as a redeemable character. Yeah, I know. Like, you, like, but it would, it would, you'd have to have went in a totally different direction where it's like Eddie was like scared or shocked by what actually happened and yes yeah yeah because i mean you you get a lot of other instances of like so yeah you get this one scene with the chase which is a lot of fun and it's silly then you have another scene where like the bullies chase him into the shop room and like the main bully is stuck on a lathe and you know eddie you just in time stops it from him getting you know his eye basically twisted out Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, you you have to keep Eddie pure in some way. Yeah, I get it. Because from that point forward, he is he is pretty. uh, He he seems to, I don't know, somehow become kinder to these bullies. Yeah, he he, after that point, he's like, hey, man, yeah, something's weird going on. I can't really control it. I don't want you to die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he eventually like Sammy reveals himself in you know just he comes out of the stereo equipment like the stereo equipment melts down which is like a great scene mm-hmm. just oh, because really like cool. all the practical effects of all the stuff melting and all the lights and the veins coming out of the speaker box is just you know a lot of yeah, great was effects. that like a wax thing i was trying to figure out yeah. like i didn't know how they did that i guess it was just a wax thing yeah i think wax it's a lot of wax not a yeah. conductor <laughs> yeah <It is>. mm. <laughs> stupid <laughs> 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 But yeah, Thank you, <laughs> you get God a more. I shut up. <laughs> you get a you get a shut great up, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you you get a great reveal of Sammy Kerr. Like he's standing with his back to Eddie, mm. and he has his one face to the side, and then he turns his other face, uh, and it's all evil. Uh, it's crusty, it's crusty and, and evil. upside down face. Yeah, he was pulling a two face there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love. I, but th- th- this this comes. I think I'm right, but this comes after the the one woman is harmed, like the the girlfriend of the bully is hurt. Yeah, yeah. she's not fully phones. killed. And this is what you wanted to talk about, Brian, the demon. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there, yeah. so Eddie has a Zool. little yeah, Zool. Zool. Yeah. yeah, she gets Zooled. Yeah, <laughs> she gets finger Zooled. <laughs> and the thing is, not only does it look like Zool, it is the 
only other time I can think about is Ghostbusters, where Dan Aykroyd gets a ghost BJ. Yeah. She gets <laughs> what I was describing, and at least in my mind, as ghost blasted. Yeah. No. Yeah, she definitely gets ghost busted. De- demon blasted. <laughs> I don't know. No, ghost busted is like the she after effect. Uh, like, yeah, you know what I mean? He's the one who does the ghost busting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. She got ghost blasted. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Eddie was trying to set him up with a with a cassette tape of the LP and it was supposed to play in the bully's ears and whoever whatever was going to happen turns into a sexy scene and mm-hmm. then you get a fun little ghost hand pulling off mm-hmm. the, the girlfriend's everything. panties and everything and this is where is that how you call you call it fun it's a fun yeah. little scene it's a fun little scene interesting it's fun till it's not yeah it's fun till it's not it's fun she till was, it's not she, she was enjoying herself <laughs> Steve it's fun fun till it's not yeah no you're she right was, it was fun yeah. till it's not she was enjoying herself she was but until like, she wasn't. Yeah, until she wasn't. So <laughs> You know how you can tell Dan Aykroyd was enjoying it? Oh, my God. Eyes were crossed. He finished, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Dan Aykroyd never kind of that. Right, though? I'm a 38-year-old man. I've yet to... Um, go eyes crossed while coming. Well, that's on you. That's in the back of my yeah. mind. Like, it's on I you. Just, at the moment, I always forget. Uh, but next time, I'm gonna look. Hey, I, I gotta work girl. on crows with eyes. <laughs> yeah, you need you need to have some Achi weird, yeah, some sort of weird phrase with it as well, please. Yeah. Can can you do can you do an awuga? Can you do an awuga? Like but whispering over here, like he's done this. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. This is this is for this is for the entire audience. Yeah. The next time you bust nuts, I want you to say a wooga, but in a whisper, like a tender whisper, and just go, a wooga. Please small. don't. Start Please. small and then just get bigger. Yeah. I just feel like it's so close to Uga Chaka and then I was just thinking that too. It was like, but that could be a good build up. Yeah. Uga Chaka, Uga, Uga. Yeah. Then you just get Jerry Lewis with it. Oh, or you just do the song. Who's gonna feel? <laughs> the mind just went to Jerry Lewis. Oh. Oi, Flavin! <laughs> y'all, y'all. Thank you, nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> the spicy oh. cheetah. Hard for me to breathe. A whole Jerry Lewis. I would buy. I would buy like one of those like spooky, spooky sound tapes. Yeah, but if it's just Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis coming. Jerry Lewis and chains rattling. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, right, as far yeah. as the demon goes, I just took it as also Sammy because uh, I, I don't know. I've been thinking about Spawn lately, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was his violator form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's, That's all it was. I, yeah. I took it as that too. It's yeah. Sammy. Well, yeah. creeping. Yeah. yeah. What are What are we rounding this out? Because I know your alarm went off. Yeah, yeah. My twenty five minute alarm went off, um, and then we got on the Jerry Lewis bits. Yeah. So no, no, no. Yeah, you I still, reclaim my time, Senator. You still get. You still get a little. <laughs> time let's yeah. like give it like no, five just, minutes less let's yeah i just wanted to wrap up uh with a couple other funny things um sammy kerr uh kills ozzy osbourne through the tv which is funny which also you didn't touch on the ozzy osbourne scene which i like recorded on my phone They're as great. i'm watching it. it is such he's awesome. so drunk so good so drunk he's, he's so hammered yeah or did you guys see yeah. did you guys see the very last one that's after the credits 
Mm-mm. There's wow. one after the credits. Go back, go back and watch it. There's one okay. after oh. the credits, and he's just like, "This is the kind of thing that turn you into puppets." <laughs> I just like the one where it's he's so like, it, where he's like reading the lyric, and it's like, and then you jackhammer, yeah. and then the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. All rolls. this metal porn over yeah. here. He's so hammered. Sammy Kerr yeah. ripping the church lady through the TV Love and then that. turning to the desk. And then vacuuming it. Her vacuuming it up, up is the funniest bit. Yeah, <laughs> He's just that, like punching chunks scene. around yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then probably the funniest line reading of woe ever is when Eddie leaves his house to go to the dance and there's the little girl at his door and he just dumps <laughs> the entire bucket of candy into her trick or treat bag. Yeah. Her line reading of whoa is so fucking hilarious. Yeah. She goes for it. Yeah. That's good, yeah. yeah. She rules. Um, but yeah, the, the film wraps up with, you know, there's a big dance scene. Sammy Kerr comes back to life, kills everybody at the dance. Very Carrie-esque or Black Roses-esque. Best scene, too. Yeah. Because it's so dumb. But I he, wanted to fucking dance. He's blasting, <laughs> he's blasting people with his... You with are a dancer. His, uh, and the thing is, like, first of all, the whole crowd... There's a corpse on stage mm-hmm. playing guitar. They're cool with it. Yep. Um, but then he starts blasting people with the guitar and yeah. he's shooting Ghostbusters fucking uh, yeah. protons. You know, protons at them. Yep. And they're just turning into like they're getting raptured. They're getting raptured. They're yeah. turning into their costume on yeah, the ground. They're yeah. just yeah. getting raptured. It's just like, uh, for, what's his freaking name? I love it. Uh, not, I don't want to watch it. It's Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> but what the frick is that guy's name uh, from all the uh, Left Behind movies? Oh, well, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, you should expect Kirk Cameron to be like, told you so, told you so. <laughs> he's just, happening. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's rapturing everybody. Yeah. And it takes like 10 people getting zapped. Yeah. Before they're like, maybe we should leave. This is bad. This is so great. Yeah. Uh, he does zap the Humpty Dumpty, though, which fucking rules, too. So. But yeah, it, it all ends with uh, back at the radio station. They got to pull Sammy Kerr away from the radio station because he's protecting his tape, which is playing and keeping him Last prevalent yeah. throughout the neighborhood. Right. You go back to a bridge scene that you saw earlier, and Eddie that dumps a car. Fucking drawbridge. Fucking drawbridge. It's always up. Always I, don't know what up. I don't know what they're protecting. It's <laughs> always up. Yeah, but that's how you kill. That's how you kill a fucking uh, lightning demon. You throw it in the river because stupid lightning. He's, yeah, they don't he's like not a demon. He's they definitely don't. a gremlin. It's gremlin. But he gremlin does. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's how you killed Rock's chosen warrior. Yep. You just throw him in the river. Throw it in the river. <laughs> like most things, really. Yes. Kill a lot of stuff by throwing it in the river. Honestly, Rock's chosen warrior isn't much stronger than a two-year-old. So Man, <laughs> just throw him in the river. He yeah. just got a he just got a dang old uh, laser good guitar. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, overall wonderful film. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, great pedigree, great look to it. Still holds up today, and like the authenticity is really uh, great compared to like how prevalent '80s fucking you know biting off the '80s has come back. So, yeah, I, I it's funny because you don't get this 80s very often. No. Yeah. When you bring back the 80s, it's all fucking mm-hmm. day glow and and, uh, you know, it, it's all that. It's all that. Stuff. Which which there's a little bit of that in this film when they like at the pool scene where Eddie's getting bullied, like they're playing pop music in the background and all the bullies and the girls are in like their day glow and, you know, neon uh, get up. Right. But yeah, the, otherwise, like you're getting a real grimy 80s. Yeah. Yeah, when he was on that when he was on that stage in the final scene at the high school doing that doing that dance, when he was starting banging his hip. 
Yeah. These freaking chains, man. I started laughing. I couldn't. Yeah. 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 It's a psych- it gets you God. psyched out. Jeez. And, that's, and the, we didn't talk about that. That move. song, which is called Ooh. Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. which I don't know why it's called Trick or Treat. He says yeah, Trick or Treat yeah. in the lyrics. He says it yeah. once. Like but he, he says it. I know, but it's just like, it's, it's just, they, they just named it the movie. That was such a Steve response. Yeah. But it says it. No, but like the song barely talks about Trick or Treat, but it's a sick song. Yeah. It's a bang. It's yeah, freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's going to stick in your head. Yeah. If it's not on your Halloween playlist, it's got to, you know, we'll you be need now. to put it on there. Ooh, but they also have the other sick, the non-Fastway song, the real mm-hmm. sick one, mm-hmm. The Haunted House of Rock by Houdini. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the rap song. That, oh, yeah. That they're singing solid. about they're singing about werewolves and Dracula. Yes. <laughs> Fucking rules. Yeah, it was pretty solid. I, I did like to that. download that one. I don't like Check I, it out. Yeah. Everybody put it on your Spotify playlist. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. That's like, yeah, that's pretty much like the vibe of it though, too. Yeah. Yeah, it is a real clap your hands, everybody, and there was a werewolf <laughs> at the park. <laughs> We're hanging out in the park with a werewolf. Everybody yeah. clap your hands. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's the exact vibe of the song. It fucking rules. You got Check it. it out. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Listen, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um. It holds up pretty well. Um. I'm a sucker for some '80s shit. You know this. I don't have a lot of bad thing to say about it. Um. The the story. Um. I like that the story. There's not too much kind of plot to get in the way of the story. No. No. They're just like, oh, he's a fucking demon. How how do you do that? What was the ritual? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just as it's a, it's, assume it happened. It's a real keep it simple, stupid story. Yeah. Which so, is which is good. Yeah. It's just it's a well written story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, I think y'all. it's time to it's move time. on to the voting. All right. It's time to vote. Uh Steve, what are we gonna do with the voting? Are we gonna go in the same order? Ooh. How are we gonna do this? I'm going to change up the voting a little bit. Okay. Because I have a feeling of how some things might be going. He's gonna oh really game this. <laughs> yeah. I'm just well, I no, I'm not gaming it for anybody. I'm just making it He's more He's gaming it for himself. I no, sure. I'm making it more exciting for the audience. <laughs> So voting will go Brian, yeah. Meg, me, and Ben. Really? Oh, okay. I, I didn't think it would be that exciting and going on the oh. hoops. All I right. think Steve maybe pick first because he knows what I'm going to pick. Um, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, uh, uh, Hellions, it's not good. It's a bad movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor, poor movie. Didn't like it. Um, I did really like um, uh, most of the uh, 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 oh, Funhouse Massacre. Fun I would say it's Clown House. That's <laughs> all I can think oh my of. God. There is a Clown wow. House movie you or something like, like that. Movie? No, I like Funhouse Massacre. Um, I would watch it again. It is a little too jokey for me. Like it is a, it's a, it's a big You're old joke. Funny guy, it's what a the big fuck? old joke em up, and I like that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm, if I, you know, that's not necessarily my cup of tea when it comes to horror movies. I like funny horror movies, but I don't necessarily like. Not that I don't like. I don't prefer super self aware funny in, in horror. But that said, this was an exception to that rule because I really did genuinely like it. But there was a good chunk of it that was borderline unwatchable to me <laughs> um so I, I i gotta go with uh trick-or-treat i love this movie as soon as i i, I hate you i thought for sure you so much i like it so much more than the other movies that i it would be disingenuous <laughs> for me to try to say one of the other movies i liked more because it's like trick-or-treat for me is like a solid eight mm. sure uh you know and 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 
that's like three to four points higher than any other <laughs> sure. movie. So sure. I just I got to pick right. trick or treat. So um, I like going into all this. Hellions was out. I'm sorry. Like I was like, I don't want an Ben's abortion like, film so. on the roster for tonight because um, pro-choice girl. Um <laughs> I genuinely like between your two films. Uh, I like. I honestly thought my f- initial vote would not be for my own, mm. um, but I really ended up liking my own a lot. But it became between your two films where I'm like, I have this nostalgic factor with you know scary stories to tell in the dark, mm-hmm. and like the relevance of like I like the idea of films that will bring more people into horror possibly like that does Mm -hmm. really really strike hard for me because being someone who got into horror later in life you need those type of films that aren't like that off-putting or aren't hard to receive etc etc and then i feel like steve already knew that i would have like some affinity for his film (laughs) before we even watched it It well honestly (laughs) honestly i didn't because i don't know how much you like the older hair metal i know you're into like the current yeah no like yeah i have a lot of respect for it and i have a lot of appreciation for it and i like a lot of it and so um like the film like it's a film I will rewatch over and over again. And I think that is the only point outside of like, like the only films that out of the four is like, I would rewatch mine with mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and I would rewatch yours with yeah. people. And that's it. Yeah. Like I scary movies or scary stories till in the dark. I would recommend to people and be like, go yeah. watch it. Not terrifically rewatchable. I guess. Yeah. I, no, I, I, would I wouldn't. That. Yeah. I just wouldn't, it wouldn't be something I felt like unnecessary. Um, so I guess I'm also going with trick or treat, unfortunately, because also it's putting Steve two and two. two. <sighs> That's a tough one. We'll see I mean, I, there's, right. what can even break this at this point? Well, some things can we'll happen. See. Yeah. Some things can still happen. So we'll see. <laughs> right. We'll see. So you, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, Ben Hell- Hellions is out. <laughs> 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 I just like I just like Ben's knowing. That's that. fine. Uh, I knew that. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, I know. we'll have to have Ben on the show once where he gets to pick his own film for a change. <laughs> this is twice where he didn't pick you his own would film. Still hate I it. mean, Ben showed up and didn't like try to punch me in the face. So, right. Like that's fucking right. beautiful. Yeah. I am so sorry. We didn't talk about yeah. We even talk about the old drama between <laughs> Meg and I right now. We're we're like catty corner to each other right now. Opposition. <laughs> You're lucky. There's a lot of table between us. <laughs> four corners fatal four way calcos um scary stories i did I, like i didn't hate and it did have a little nostalgia bell rings for me because it's been forever since i've actually read those stories but i remembered the big toe and i remembered uh me tie doty walker even though it didn't sound right and mm-hmm. then the red spot was one that always fucked with me as a kid because mm-hmm. I, I was scared of spiders as a kid so mm-hmm. that one was a big fuck for me mm-hmm. but and and like they pulled they pulled it off very well too yeah so like yeah I, it, it's a movie i like it i like the look of it um but like it is just so noticeably for children that i don't feel like i would rewatch it but i would absolutely suggest it to anybody who has like teenagers or like 12 year olds like you know anybody who has kids like that it's a great entry point and if you know you're younger and you're looking for an entry point that's a great entry point so yeah i don't yeah i don't uh don't dislike it 
even though like there's some things that annoy me personally yeah like the, the writing is just annoying to me <laughs> so. yeah i mean it's like it this is a movie that if it was owned by disney would be on like free forms 31 mm. days of oh yeah that yes, yes. that's Good the other point. thing is like yeah. I, I, it might be too violent for that but you right. get the idea right like, right well that's yeah. the other thing is like it's great that it was made by guillermo del toro who has an affinity for the source material sure. because there are still legitimately scary things in it and there's like scary imagery like a head rolling down a chimney is terrifying. Right. Mm-hmm. If this was if this was made by Disney, it would be dog shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, so yeah. so yeah, there there's good points for that. But the Funhouse Massacre is just it's so much fun. Like I'm the one who put it on the Wheel of Ween. So mm-hmm. like it's hard for me to vote against something I put on the Wheel of Ween myself. Right. Because it's such a fun movie that I think more people need to see as well. Because yeah. it is so fun. It like, is surprising mm-hmm. it doesn't have more of a following. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. This and is I a, wonder why. Um, I, but I almost don't want to say like I look at my two cents is like funhouse movies I feel like might just have a bad rep like oh I've seen this all before kind and of the, vibe and there's like a whole bunch that came out all at the same time totally because there was like there's this one there's Hellfest from 2017 I think that was there's 2017 a couple, yeah there's yeah. a couple others there's another one I forget and then Trick came out 2019 so like there, there's yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of them that come out. And then also just the title actually isn't that. You have Nato. Yeah. The, that's the thing is. <laughs> well, that, yeah, people clown really Nado. hate clowns, y'all. Like. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. That's the thing. If you just look at the title, and I don't know if the cover art has any of the stars on it. That's true. Uh, I was blown away by how many notice, like how many totally. recognizable people yeah. there were. Like you got, you got to put Robert England and Clint Howard on the cover and you'll get more people. Mm-hmm. But even that Jared Burns here, like, yeah, like yeah. he would be. I wonder if Funhouse, I mean, because you have Toby Hooper's Funhouse, mm-hmm. which is fine, but is not this. Right. And I want. Yeah. And there's just like, I think there is a movie called Clown House. There is Clown House. So like, so yeah. it's just I think it just gets kind of lost in the mix of like all the fucking crazy names of goofy stuff. And that's why it doesn't have a bigger following. But it should because it's a better movie than a lot of those yeah. other low budget trash. So. But yeah, I'm going with Funhouse Massacre is my vote. All right, no, this is I understand you're voting. <laughs> hey Ben, it's a lot, lot going Please on. Please don't not putting pressure. Hate me for what I've go done to you. With your, <laughs> go with your gut. All right. Well, yeah. I, I, if I gotta go with my gut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then I knew this. I knew my vote from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I watched all this stuff mm-hmm. and I loved one from the very beginning more than any else. And it was Funhouse Massacre. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So that is my vote. Oh, my I, God. I'm going with Funhouse. Oh, my God. So guys. how do we how oh do we God. break this down? Because oh it's 2-2. Two, two. It's 2-2. Two, two. I think that's audience. Do we go to the audience? We either go yeah. audience or we go first past the post. Yeah. What's that? What's that's that that's like the our third vote. Do we wrestle? Yeah. Oh. oh, like what your third vote wrote, but would be. But I think that would be pretty easy though. Yeah, because everyone's gonna pick. So so who whoever didn't pick. Yeah, yours. no, I don't think third vote works. Nah. Not alone yeah. thinking of it yeah, doesn't work. Like, it won't work unless <laughs> someone liked one of liked my movie better than one of your movies. Mm. Right, and by that. It would only be me that would like have yeah. like a swing there. I don't think like that works. It feels like it's going to the old audience. I feel like it's perfect. <laughs> you know what? This is what happens in a fatal four way, guys. You get an even number, you might end up with a dang Wait, old Wait, are you guys going to yell at me vote. for asking me? 
Then just oh, don't ask. Don't do <laughs> that again, Meg. Versus. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's going to be tough because I think more people are familiar with Trick or Treat. Yeah. But Trick or Treat is like actively not streaming anywhere yeah. right now. Yeah. You can't that, even. Oh, trust yeah, me. I didn't realize that. And uh, I don't know if we would mention this. Like the new GM at where I work, like he's like super into horror. So he's talking about it and saying, like, talking about how, like, when it was streaming, there was like literally only like physical copies. Yeah. That was it. Yep. That's I, was I think the first away. time I watched it was probably on YouTube, mm. you know, at some point or something. Probably. Like, but it was also, I think it was, it was on Shutter for a minute too. I, I think, think. I, I, I swear it's been around, but also like it's currently not. It just happens to currently be not. Yet. Yeah. All right, y'all. So what we have to say is like, okay, if you can watch Trick or Treat, or if you know about it. Cool. Cool. But watch Funhouse Massacre, please. Like, I'd like, give it's it, so available. Give it a chance. It's wildly available. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, well let we the bug have, have, have this October. Let the buggies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna get it. So th- this this creates a situation. Oh god. But we'll, we'll, I I can tell the audience how it's gonna work out. Because even if one of us won tonight the next episode wasn't going to be our punishment because we actually have something special planned for next week. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so we have a little time. So we have time to run a vote on this. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week is actually a special episode. Uh, we have a guest planned. Hopefully they still come through for us. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because sometimes that doesn't happen. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but hopefully, uh, yeah, so the guest will be next week. Punishment movie will be the third week. Fourth week, we have Drew in the Blue coming mm-hmm. back to watch Ooh, Frankenstein. Cool. Drew from Drew in the Blue, yeah. Sweet. And then uh, fifth week is kind of toss-up. We'll yeah. see. But, you know. We shall see, boys and girls. Could, could, We could be actually, we might actually watch something new at the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Keep an <gasps> eye out. We got a dang old cliffhanger my middle for fingers because I am... <laughs> You Stone tied me. Give them the middle May. fingers. <laughs> you tied uh, me. You didn't do win yet. <laughs> no, no. They're they're the innocent bystanders. And You think yeah. your movie's better than mine? What? <laughs> you got a clown? What? You got a dentist? What? Pulling teeth? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Here's what you do. You go over to the social medias. You go to, you know, either the... It'll be on the Grum. What's that? Be on the Grum. Yeah, either on the Instagram or on (laughs) the Twix. On the Twix. Go on over there. We'll post a little bit of a uh, uh, a little poll. Yeah, I mean, you you now have heard also about the two films. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also understand, like, reflect on how we all engaged with each of these movies. Mm-hmm. And how excited everyone was! To talk. <laughs> yeah. Not sure what you're doing. I'm interested. You don't even have to watch them. Just yeah. listen to us. Yeah. Like we I'm not sure so what this play is. Yeah, I'm not sure what the play is. I'm, I'm waiting just, to see if it plays out. I'm just like one last like. We're just trying to smoosh them. <laughs> Meg just wants to be the last voice heard. Is all this? Yeah. He's like, if I'm last heard, maybe I I win. No, yeah. no. I just want to put it in their head. Of like how engaged you were in talking about my film, and then oh. how you kind of just like, 
You talked to us. You know? <laughs> no, I gave I gave oh, everybody. I'm leaving. I'm going home right now. I had every I had everybody enraptured to the point that we got into a long Jerry Lewis bit that made me go over time. I don't think that was it. I mean, it was a good Steve's movie. Pl- Steve's plan. He lets us talk ourselves out during the early movies. No, I mean. No, I, all right, guys, don't do not listen to Meg's gerrymandering. Whatever the fuck she's doing over there. Um, all right, check out on the social medias. We're gonna put it up uh, uh, as a little poll over on our Instagram story and on the old Twix feed, and you can vote and determine who's gonna take home that son of a bitch and strap. Is it gonna be the the defending champ Steve, or is it gonna be the returning? Uh, you know, the, 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 the stone cold, you know, coming out of nowhere after being absent for, for, you know, X amount of months. Don't come, give it to these part timers. <laughs> yeah. Got to come back and, 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 and take home that son of a bitch here, and guys. strap guys. If bald head wings, I, I, I will give you 60 minutes of these pop rocks in my mouth. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, Patreon I'll, content. Yeah, oh, I'll just, Patreon. I'll just keep going. I, like, <laughs> I, I don't see this as a bad thing. No, it's fine. It's, it's just, just another part. Ben aspirating Pop Rocks. It's <laughs> <laughs> Team Meg. Worth yeah. it. Let's be real. Why am I Team Meg? I shouldn't even I be Team Meg. Say, I don't even know. There's going to be such at I some point. That. I can't wait. There's going to be such love a that sick movie. heel I just, turn. I, 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 at some point, like, where wait, like, they're up there like, you know, arm in arm, holding up the bell and then yeah. Ben's going to turn for the handshake. A I die. I can't help it. A win for me is a win for Ben. Yeah. You know? You know? How? I don't um, know. Because it's just what I feel. Because it sounds, because it sounds yeah. like Ben's a toady. Yeah, I'm a toady. Ben is Stockholm syndrome yeah. for some reason. All right. Oh, with your Marty, there's still with your Marty Janetti ass. <laughs> you Marty Janetti ass have an ass motherfucker. Um, all right, guys. No, this is this is. Uh, <sighs> yeah, you. It, it's like you are on the. You're on. You're on the stage. You're cutting a promo. All of a sudden, Shawn Michaels turns around, gives you the sweet chin music. <laughs> you get up, you say, thank you, sir, I have another. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, like I said, go and help us decide because that's going to determine what our fucking punishment movie is for later in this month, um, which is going to be a big deal. Also, uh, just follow us on the social medias and check us out at uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash Halloween's forever if you want to get some old, more spooky, ooky content over there. Uh, anything else I'm forgetting, guys? No, that's about it. Uh, you know, just one thing. Uh, Trick or Treat is also known as Ragman or Death at oh 33 RPMs See, in other markets. Why? Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, well, I mean, oh. Halloween isn't a fucking thing in other parts of the world. So. Ragman. Okay. Is there you're talking about how people can find the film? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, uh, another possible avenue to find it. If they can't find it oh. under Trick or Treat, maybe mm. search for Ragman or Death at 33 RPMs. I was wondering where Ragman sure. came from. Yeah. He's yeah. just uh, really trying to plug his shit a little bit more. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, we're taking this out in the yard. I've got some PVC pipe. Uh, we're going to wail on each other for a while. This one's from a Jiggaloos and Jiggalos. <laughs> um, what else does he say before he jumps Fuck on this? this shit! You fuck this shit! <laughs> I'm about to do that on this table right now. All right. Through the Cheetos. Through the <laughs> for the Halloween's Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm still champ. I'm Bigfoot Ben! Hey, see you later. How are you? Well, we spooky. Bye. <laughs> Bye.